What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. Well, welcome to the internationally known from Frisco to Maine, all the way to Spain. Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce new, Wayne of this new, ish. New, new world order. The king of kings, the king of content, and the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, new, new, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Radamus, and you're in the desert storm bunker with none other than EWF. That is every woman's fantasy, the whole effing show, none other than Gregorio Greybeard. The ladies love to call me third leg Greg, and I'm Senior Notre Bajo in the building. Also known as the CEO Nigero of Fixes Binds LLC, the unbinder, the undebatable, the undisputed best entertainment here on YouTube. Also known as the, the, I missed my cue here. Oh, the Morpheus of the Mating Matrix. Also, the chocolatey Confucius, the deliverer, the Black Moses of this, the man with more nicknames than anyone in the game. The man that they call CGA, and that stands for See God Allah. And I'll be the 10 time demonetized champion of YouTube 10 times. 10 times. All right. They call me CGA Heartbreak and all of that stuff. Anyway, we're going to come up with a whole bunch of other nicknames. It's going to be 10 minutes of nicknames coming up here by the year 2024. 10 minutes of nicknames. Anyway, classes in section. We're ready to go. And we got a great show for you lined up today. Why women must lie. Pretty girls lie. I touch on this subject matter from time to time, but an important development has come up on another lying ass woman. All right. And the reason why we want to do this is not to belittle women. It is to protect you men. And there's one really, really, really good reason why women lie. I mean, listen, women lying has saved the world. Indeed. Women telling lies have saved the world. Now that has ruined many a man. All right, but women telling lies have kept this world going around in circles. I know you're not going to agree with me, but I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you an interesting development that has just happened in the recent hours of uh, the wee wee hours of yesterday. Uh, the civil lawsuit against the punt god, Matt Areza, has been dropped by the accuser. This is a rarity. Some women take their lies all the way to the abyss. But I covered this when it was a breaking news and I gave you updates on the story once the story was revealed. The 17-year-old woman that went to a college party. Yes, she was a high school young woman. She went to a college party at San Diego State Party City and home of some of the um, flatback Supremes and a whole bunch of other ones there. You got pogs and everything there. Asians is crazy. Linglings or gorditas. All right, fine, Latinas. All right, but it's a 17-year-old high school student went to a college party and proceeded to ask multiple men for sex. Trillion. She did. And this was admitted in the, in the court transcripts. She ended up having sex with up to four men. And one of them, the first one, he was not getting sloppy seconds. The first one was on the patio by punk god Matareza. So he admits... Yeah, I clapped them cheeks. I didn't ask for no ID. She looked old enough to me. She was at a college party away from her parents. 
and 17, I say, which would be under the age of consent in California. But there's no charges going to be filed here because she was acting like a hoe. Trying. And she was challenging men to have sex with her, multiple men, in which four men happily obliged. They said, okay, I'll clap them cheeks. Now, any men, any men that turned the young lady down, she called them gay. Uh-oh. She said, you gay. You must be gay if you can't handle, handle this. And proceeded to have four people uh, put their insides in her esophagus. Now, the charges, the civil suit, which was about money, has been dropped. All right? The, the, this is a rarity. You rarely get them to say, hey, I'll drop the case. All right? This woman, would, normally women go all the way down, and they'll have three and four cases. All right? But she dropped the case because she don't got no case. Now, the other men, I believe their case is pending. I mean, I don't think that there's no civil suit with them because they ain't got no money. But Matt Areza, I believe, or whatever his name is, punk, we're going to call him the punk guard, Matt. He was drafted in the first, I think he was drafted in the early rounds of the, for the Buffalo Bills to be one of the prime punters in the National Football League. But unfortunately, this case was put on him and he got cut from the Buffalo Bills. All right, he got cut from the Buffalo Bills. And so he has not been able to even start his NFL career. But the charges are dropped. What should happen in this case? What should happen in this case? Like, this is disgraceful. It's despicable. It's reprehensible. It's unconscionable that an individual would do this to an individual. Like, like, what does he do now? Does he get back into the league? Do the Buffalo Bills resign him? Do another team give him another chance? Sometimes you don't get another chance. But this is not the only one. All right, you had the situation with um, Trevor Bauer. Now, we have to understand, Matt Ariza clapped him cheeks. You know what I mean? We have to understand, but like, you know what I mean? If a blonde chick, nice uh, blonde haired chick walks up to you at a party and she tells you to give you the salami, most likely young man is going to turn over the salami. Same thing with Trevor Bauer. She said, I'll come over. You can clap them cheeks and hit me with the, uh, the, the, uh, the scorpions death drop. All right. And he was doing it. So we have to be more conscious of what we're accepting when we're dealing with deceptive women because they will be out there. And they are apex predators when it comes to you men. Now, some of you guys are like, well, some of these people are like, you ain't have to worry about that, CGA. You broke. And I am broke. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? I'm broke. Dead, flat, stony Dead, broke. Dead, flat, stony I broke. $3.85 in my purse. Yeah, well, I don't have a purse, but I have $3.85. That's all I got. Private investigator, listen, that's all I got. Uh, but in this situation here, in this situation, these are several cases of even you can get caught up caught up you can get caught up in like this too we just shared a story of a guy that tried to have a sex slave contract with an employee and his dumb ass got fired you know what i mean come on man we got to understand these things all because you men and this is going to play into it it's because you men can't, well i can't give up the I, I can't give up the reason this early in the game so i'll give up the reason in a minute but what i'm going to do is i'm going to tell you hard-headed ass men I ain't about to die on the sword for you niggas. All right. I'm going to just tell you this right now. I'm not about to die on the sword for you hard-headed ass men. You sucker for love ninjas. I'm not about to die proving my case to you faceless, no name, sucker for love, blue pill ass, purple, blue pill rage ass, purple pill ass men. I am not going to die on the sword for you simps. It's only so long I'm going to do this. You understand? 
And it's really hard for me to keep carrying on, bringing on this particular form of truth. I prepare. I prepare. I give you slides. I give you research. I give you news articles. And you sucker for love ass ninjas still denying CGA. And and, and you want to argue me. There's no arguments here. Remember, I'm not a debate platform. You can either agree or disagree, but you can carry your ass on at the end of the day. I ain't got shit else to prove. I be sitting here talking for three, four, five hours, and here's a sucker for love ass ninja. Well, I want a connection, coach. Check it out. (laughs) We don't need you Mitch-ass ninjas in 2024. I'm not about to pander to you Mitch-ass ninjas. The women in here that I do this broadcast on know I'm telling the truth. The real ones speak up, and they be telling the coach, hey, man, you telling all our secrets. The women that don't like me, they don't like me because their boyfriend's watching me. They don't like me because I'm telling a falsehood. They don't like me because their boyfriend's watching me. But you sucker for love as Mitches. In 2024, I ain't carrying you on my back out here giving you this information. You understand this. This is what I have to understand. You guys are becoming a headache and a thorn in my side. <laughs> right? You're becoming a thorn in my side with this. You're becoming worse than the women that I'm warning you about. I have no reason to lie to you. I get punani. I get some money here and there. All right, I have no reason to lie to you. I get attention and accolades. People recognize me in public. They say hi. They give me a dap and all of that shit. I built up a good name and reputation here, and I'm not going to soften this message up to give you Mitch-ass ninjas any hope. If you want hope, why don't you go to other of these content strategies, all right, these content creators, that's giving you hope. All right, they're going to give you hope. What I give you is the ultimate solution, the final solution, <laughs> not the final solution. But I'm not the guy over here that's going to paint a, paint a pretty picture. I'm not going to tell you you're going to be a future pimp and you're going to have hoes to Mac. I'm not going to tell you that you're going to be out here and you're going to find the love of your life. I'm not going to tell you that because most of you never will. You're lucky if you do. And for the people who have beautiful relationships, fantastic. I'm not trying to tear those down. I want you to continue to have a beautiful relationship for as long as you can. I have no problem with you. And most people that have beautiful relationships, they not even bother with my programming. They don't care. They're too busy having a beautiful relationship. Why would they care what I'm talking about? They're like, what is he talking about? We love each other. And they're cuddled up like koala bears. They don't care about me, and I'm not even talking about them. They're the few, the far, and the <laughs> and all of that stuff. So it, that's, the, that's the reality of it. The rest of you goofball Mitches. <laughs> I'm in on their neck today. I'm giving you the undisputed truth. You might not like the medicine because I refuse to pour a little bit of cinnamon and sugar in it. Doesn't mean the medicine is not effective or truth. This is the real. This is the real here. All right. If you don't like it, I'm not begging you to be here. Yeah, indeed. Anyway, yeah. we. All right. So anyway, and you know what I mean? And, and men have to be smacked upon the head a lot of times. This is not a theory program. This is not a theory. This is the undisputed truth. If you want to go find theories, 
people who have theories and they come up with these situations that they cannot prove themselves. All right, I've yet to see any of these guys that men follow and then they be like, well, I like what you're saying, but what you don't see is what they're living. You ain't seen nothing. I can guarantee you, you haven't seen it. And I'm like, well, you can follow that if you want, but you're following theory. You're not following anything that you can actually see. Like ask yourself, the person that you're following, are you seeing, are they showing you what they're telling you? The answer is no. You're following what they're saying, but you don't see it. I can almost guarantee it. I can prove it each and every time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a theoretical program, and consecrators are shaking in their boots. Who are you talking about? I'm not talking about anyone specifically, but if it's a hopeful message, you're following theory. You're following a theory that probably you can't even see in your life, but you hope it to be in your life, but it's okay. It's okay. So this is what we're doing today. I'm going to tell you something that is going to be proven by academic studies, newspapers, media, and, and the own stories of women themselves. And it is that women must lie. And there is a most important reason as to why they're going to do it. They have to do it. And the number one reason why they have to do it, I accept it 100%. And being that I've done my show for this long, I understand why women lie. It's vital for our survival. It is. It is. So without further ado, I'm going to present this show. You can support this show by hitting the thumbs button, the thumbs up. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. And, and, you're going to say to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams, and that be pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel when you can super chat on the Notorious new, 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 new world order CGA channel. Is there anyone that might be able to guess? I see people guessing as to why, because I've given the reasons why before as to why women lie. This is going to be a new one. I'm going to add one more. Can you guess what it is? Let me see if you can guess in the chat. While I get to the earlier contributors to today's show, which are not many. All right. uh, Anyway, shout out to Albert Wesker says XX's lie more in one day than a man in his entire life. Wow. And, and, and scientifically, this is going to be proven. All right. This is going to be proven (laughs) right here. This is going to be proven. All right. MC Hamster says she doesn't lie. She lives her truth. You ever heard that phrase? This is my truth. This is an indicator of a liar. Okay. It's an indicator of a liar because she'll say, well, I know what the truth is, but I'm living my truth. See, that's kind of what we're talking about here, and you'll see it in the data coming up. This is, by the way, this has nothing to do with hating. We're understanding. YouTube, Trash Talker says, have you heard of the major Andre McDonald's conviction? It is a case of a lying wife and the marriage will gone to hell. Major Andre McDonald, maybe I'll pull it up um, and see if I can read it this afternoon and see what's going on there. Andre McDonald, okay, a convicted manslaughter, convicted of manslaughter, blames wife for um, fight that led to her death. Okay, okay. 
All right, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. It's the sister. Is the guy white himself? Is the guy white? I don't know. All right, anyway, I can't tell, but thank you for sharing that story. Uh, Jay Flo says, wifey keeps saying she's going to cook, but I don't smell no bacon. He says, their lies give us the little bit of hope to push through the pain. Coach Gang Yang, and that's a married guy right here. Jay Flo was one of our married members of the Coach Gang. We support the married people that watch. There's a lot of wives and husbands that watch watches my show, and they support it because even some wives say it made me a better wife. It made me aware. Women have a difficulty being aware of other men's uh, feelings. So, yes. And Elijah says, not my girl. All right. Shout out to you. Um, uh, Terrence says, Coach, do I stick around if she helps pay off my house? But I caught her cheating. Oh, my goodness. Jesus. Some of these scenarios. <laughs> we, these, this is a real life scenario. Do I stick around if she helps pay off my house, but I caught her cheating? But what's, what's more important? What's more important? Do you mind your wife insides getting pushed to their esophagus? Right? Do you mind that? Like, some people can overlook it. Some, co- some men can overlook it. Some men cannot. What is the deal breaker? Right? Everybody's relationship is not the same. What is your deal breaker? Is it the financial component? Are you going to go homeless? Like what? What is the deal breaker? I don't. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I'm not you. For me, for me, if my like for me, cheating would be behind my back. Right? Would be a violation. And if I would have to go homeless or find another way to earn some income to prevent, um, you know, my my uh, per, to prevent my wife from cheating or girlfriend from cheating. It's a pretty simple answer. I know. I know, man. This is tough. This is tough. Uh, it's tough for a lot of guys. They're in some, you know, major league tough quagmires here. For me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't deal with this. I wouldn't deal with something like this. This is a terrible thing. Kevin says, hey, coach. Kevin W. says, hey, coach, I've been looking into purchasing a franchise and eventually moving away from my corporate job. Do you have any advice for someone who was making a transition from employee to self-employed? Slash business owner, thanks for all you do. It is a massive mind shift to go from employee to self-employment and or business owner. So you have to prepare your mind to be able to look at, you know, your your operations, your order of operations, your day, your priorities, what you're living, willing to live with and without. It is a massive mind shift, especially if you don't have significant emergency um, expenses and or capital to invest in your business or your self-employment, which many people do not. I'm going to just tell you right now, the conventional wisdom will tell people, hey, have six months of emergency expenses and have emergency capital and and be able to have, uh, you know, uh, significant amounts of business uh, credit and a personal loan of $25,000. Not a lot of people have this. So a lot of people go in with maybe a month or two worth of room and you're going to find out them expenses are going to get soaked up real quick. All right, so this is why people tell people to have some significant capital and emergency expenses saved up. But a lot of people's stories are that they, they survived their capital being consumed in a very rapid pace. So that is going to happen, number one. Number one, that's going to happen. Number two, you better have a plan before you take that leap. Right? Do not take the leap and then formulate the plan. Like you're getting into franchising. 
You better know the franchising cost, the hidden cost of franchising, which specifically you must, per, you know, the, the beautiful thing about franchising, if you're a operator of a franchise, meaning that you own the franchise opportunities, uh, people have to buy into just about everything. Nothing comes free. Like if you want cups, you got to buy cups from the organization with the logo on it. They don't supply those for free. So a lot of those uh, things are hidden costs of people who franchise. And once you do that, you realize that there's a lot of expenses uh, that you have to have. There's, there's a lot of preparation you have to go into this before you see it. I would tell you and caution you before you do this, research it for several years before you make this leap. Don't make the leap and then try to learn on the way because you're just going to kind of get consumed. Also, last thing, eat. You're going to eat plates and plates of shit when you go from employee to self-employed. It's a it's a different mindset. It's a completely different mindset. Even the people who are close to you in your life that know you as an employee, as soon as they see you turn to a self-employed, they're not going to change their mindset along with you. So I would probably implore many people to, that want to do this. Do this before you have a wife and or a wife and kids. Do this before you get a girlfriend. If you got a girlfriend, she knows you as a nine to fiver, a ham and egger, a knuckle dragger. Or if she know, and then you switch to self-employed, she ain't gonna understand this shift. But your mind better, 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 damn sure understand and prepare for this shift. I did this shift several times back and forth. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. Okay, people are gonna see you not at an office job and assume you're not working and take advantage of that opportunity in time. People are gonna see your flexibility. Business owners, self-employed people, they got time in the middle of the day to just go out and have lunch for an hour and a half. Now, they don't really have the time, but they got time to do that. They have time to run errands in the middle of the day. Uh, but people will assume you're not working, that you don't have anything to do, and thus, if they're in your life, they'll put things on you. Oh, you're not at work? Here, do this. And you're like, uh-uh. <laughs> just because I'm not behind a computer in the desk, just because I'm not pounding the pavement, doesn't mean I'm not working or available to you or available to you. So a lot of people still, you made the shift, but if you have a girlfriend, a mother, children, they're not going to understand that. And get used to eating cup of noodles, Ninja. If you lucky, cup of noodles. Ninja, cup of noodles is going to be your diet. <laughs> uh, but it takes a while. It takes a while, all right? It takes a while to be able to adjust to that, but it's a wonderful thing. Um, it's a wonderful thing when you're able to conquer it. And it, take, it might take three or four years for you to conquer it and get it down pat. And then it might take another five years to, for you to be fully, fully, fully engaged in it to the point where you would never go back to employment. And um, one more thing. This is a blue chip. The reason why self-employed people fight so hard is not because they're selfish. It's not because they're greedy. It's because they don't want to go back to being an employee. Take that blue chip. So when you see self-employed people grinding, when you see them working long hours, you're going to work longer hours than you did when you were an employee. When you see them doing shit, when you see them doubling down, when you see them what you call grifting and begging for money. When you see them doing that, the number one reason why they're doing that is to prevent becoming an employee again. 
So never really, and a lot of people don't understand that. You have an, you're an employee, and then you might do something as a side hustle, but then you'll see your competition do this shit for real. All right, we doing that shit for real. We going in. And then that person over there is like, oh, they grifting. They ain't grifting. They trying to not be an employee again. All right, so it is what it is. So it's not grifting. You just trying to not go back to no nine to five shit. Right, that's what you try to do. You try to grind because you ain't got no other choice. Anyway, shit. You be on beast mode out in this mug. The fuck, ninja, ain't no such thing as grifting when you ain't got another job. And ninja be like, well, I have a job, so I do this for fun. Good for you, ninja. Ninja, you think you want a pat on the back? Hold on for a second. Let me give you a pat on the back. Good for you, you bitch-ass ninja. Like, you don't want to go out there and throw your shit out there? Okay, go ahead, Mr. Part-Time Pimp. All right, good. Well, I don't, I could do this for, I don't have to do this because I have a job. Great. All right. I don't, and I ain't going back. All right. So we going to grift. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> All right. Come on. It just be cracking me up with that shit. There ain't nobody virtue signaling out here. Fuck we doing out here. All right. Anyway, ain't no bosses no more. Where the big boss is at? Where the big boss man's at? <laughs> All right. Of course, you don't have to do it when you collect a paycheck, paycheck ass ninja. All right, nobody, so, most people ain't got no paycheck coming. So we about to grift. Fuck is these ninjas talking about? All right, come on, man. <laughs> All right, here we go. Again. Let me do one more. All right. Man, people be cracking me up, man. People be cracking me up out here. All right, anyway. <laughs> All right, shout out to Kaylin says, what's up, coach? Women will lie like Draymond Green did last night after hitting a guy, even when it's front in front of your face. They'll lie and say they didn't mean it. Yeah, Draymond's a despicable character. Anyway, anyway, he said they can't hang. She said they can't hang. Ninjas will be out here, man, for real. All right, anyway, anyway, let's get back to the show. What are we doing here? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's go. Hey. With me, if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky. Come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. All right, I almost didn't have the microphone on. All right, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Here we go, right here. Uh, we got uh, coming up here, we have a man who's disclosing his paycheck after child support did what we call garnish his wages. All right, and so it says right here, man talks about being left with $300 after child support garnished his rages and he's almost homeless. Let's play the video. All right, let's play the video. Come on, come on, come on. Child support right there. That's what I get. Now, how many of you parents out there are giving your children more money than you can afford for yourself? Like, this is ridiculous. I'm getting stroked. I can't believe this. I'm a bottom bum right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the bum that's on the side of the street begging for money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, look, looking for duckets, son, man, living for free and, and, and off other people and, and using government help and, and such like that. Man, I'm not doing any of that. Man, I'm working my ass off to be homeless, and I can't even get government help because I make too much money at the end of the year. Like, I make too much money to get help, and this is what I'm left with. That's two weeks. That's two weeks. Look at the month. Here's the month. Here's the month. Here is the month. That's the next one. Here's the month. Eleven ninety-five. I get three thirty-three. So what's that? Six hundred eighty dollars. Six hundred ninety dollars, roughly. Six hundred eighty dollars. Okay. That's what I made for the whole month. That's my monthly income that I get to take home with me. 
That's why I'm homeless. Child support is why I'm homeless. Child support is the biggest scam on the face of the planet. There's my child support. All right. Uh, so let's ta- let's take a look at this real quick. Uh, he made uh, it looks like a bi bi weekly pay period. So he's bringing it home. Uh, it looks like he's netting eleven hundred dollars. So that's somewhere twenty two hundred dollars net for the month. That's pretty tight. Um, you're probably gonna have to develop another plan. Twenty two hundred a month. It's not gonna cut it. Um, for you to live in today's economics. So there's that. And then you do have child support deducting, or as we call it, stealing or extorting by via garnishment, $400 for one child, and it looks like $231 for another child total. I may, I may actually have it wrong. Okay, wait a minute. Right there. Uh, oh, yes, that's correct. All right, that's correct. So it's over $747. $750, let's call it. $750 of that money is going to be child support, and then you do have taxes. So, yeah, I mean, first of all, let's just say this is an evil game. It's an evil game. Uh, he can't win when you're a W-2. This is why I encourage people that are on child support to become self-employed at this point. But you already see he's on limited capacity as it is making $2,200 a month or twenty four or whatever it would be. That's pretty. That's pretty low amount already. But, of course, He's probably looking at it as it's no, it doesn't make sense for him to go make more money because they're just going to deduct more of it. They'll take him back for a modification. So he's probably in a catch-22 there. And this is when you have a side hustle. This is where you get your side hustle on and, you know, your under-the-table shit or whatever you need to do, your hustle, your, what do they call it, your odd jobs, odd jobs, painting houses or whatever you need to do on the weekend so you can have a cash flow and that cash flow can't be touched until they try to do modification to try to find that money where it's the table where the money is under. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, the comment section is going in, all right, on him. And I want to let you know, this comment section is indicative of what I try to train you men about. Number one, nobody gives a fuck about your situation. Yes, we uncensored. Nobody cares. And I'm going to show you, the comment section don't care. Watch this. Mary, before you have her carry, problem solved. First of all, that's false. Nobody knows if he was married to the woman or not. He, guys, you can, uh, this shows you. You can be on child support even as a married father, meaning you got divorced. You married her. You produced children. She still puts you on child support. So this shows you. Watch. They don't care. All right, Mary, before you care, he could have been married to the woman. He's still on child support. That's crazy. And I thought uh, mine was killing me. This one's right here. I usually suggest having a full-time job before having kids. <laughs> Wait, I usually suggest having a full-time job before having kids. Where did he say he didn't have a job? He had a job. <laughs> okay, here we go right here. It says right here, 30K a year isn't. Enough to be out here raw dogging. You were struggling before the child support. So you see there's no, no, no uh, compassion for men when it comes to the child support system. Uh, it says right here, uh, you would think you would have learned your lesson after the first kid, but no. Okay. You got two different baby mamas. Stop making kids you can't afford, which there's some truth into that. I don't know if there's two baby mamas. We, I don't know if he, I don't remember him saying there were two baby mamas. But I might be wrong if I'm not mistaken. I may pause the video. Did he say he had two baby mamas? I didn't hear it. it says right here, should have worn a rubber 
It's just that simple. So here's the thing. Here we go. He says, Nick, uh, condoms are $5. Now you crying. So here's the thing. <laughs> the reason why I'm showing you this is they're not wrong. He's not wrong. They're both. This is our certain, our reality here. But as you go through this, nobody's going to care about you, bro. Nobody's going to care. Nobody clears that you flash this up here because it challenges conventional wisdom. It challenges people to actually do something, which they're not going to do it specifically for men getting screwed. We know this. If you were waiting for this to happen, you're one of the problems out here. Nobody's going to do it for you guys. You have to understand this. So now develop a strategy to not get put on this again. The other part of it is the solutions they're offering are already, the solution's already gone, right? He can't make that decision now. The decision was made. But as he's going through this pain, homeless, paying child support, getting his money taken out, everybody's like, hell with you. Go out there and die. Live out there in the cold. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. But let's take their solutions in there. Marry someone before you have children out of wedlock. Have yourself financially stable. This is the comments offered. Also, wear condoms. Seriously. And if you break up with a woman, anticipate if she had your children, she is more likely to put you on child support than not. So these are the realities. Make sure you learn them. And this woman and her, they had a connection. A lot of you guys are looking for connection. A lot of you guys think you're getting free pussy and you're not. I was getting it for free. I would never pay. <laughs> okay, right here. I would never pay. Oh, certainly you will, sir. How much is that pussy costing you now? Okay. How much is it costing you now? See, this is the thing. You guys are swear up and down. You're not marrying or dating prostitutes. And you literally are. All men pay. No vagina is free. The minute you think you get in vagina for free, it only takes one woman to make you pay for all that free peace leave you was getting. How's that free peace leave looking now? How's that connection and that attachment, emotional attachment now? How's that love? What is, how's that love feeling now? It's pay. You, <laughs> you guys will swear up and down you're not tricking on these hoes, but it looks like you're tricking. <laughs> I don't trick. Yes, you do. And you got the ultimate trick right there, which is the child support system. Good luck. Good luck to him. Speaking of tricking, you swear up and down you guys are marrying honorable women. Watch this. This is what it says right here. When someone asks what I did before becoming a mom, what I did before becoming a mom. All right, this is a short meme. And as you can see right there, we have a nice piece of sloppy yogurt. Um, what I did before becoming a mom, and I'm assuming a wife, but maybe not. You know, people don't get married like that no more. You were a hoe. Back in the days. How long haven't you been a hoe for? For a, long, for a little minute. For, for a, long, a what? For a little minute. How, how long? You were a hoe. Back in the days. How long haven't you been a hoe for? For a, long, for a little minute. For, for a, a what? For a little minute. How, how long? You were a hoe. Back in the days. How long haven't you been a hoe for? For a, long, for a little minute. For, for a, a what? For a little minute. Oh, man. Listen, you know, thank God for social media. You know, oh, coach, coach, they just joking. No, they're not. There's truth in humor. This is how women tell the truth with humor. Or attempted humor, at least. And she's telling you, she used to be in these streets. In these streets? She's trying to let you know so she can say, hey, I already told you. When did you tell me? 
you you know that's that post I posted that went viral. Okay. She's telling you, man, and the reality is in these streets. it's easy for them to be in these streets. Oh, just for a little bit. Just for a little bit. A minute. But how how long, man? How long, man? And of course I know it's a skit, it's a voiceover. I know this, but this is a pa- women are passive aggressive. When they tell you the truth, it's gonna be passive aggressive. You haven't met many women that will tell you the truth right off the rip, right straight to your face, right directly. It's going to be told passively, aggressively, yes, and with humor so you can laugh, and then they can kind of deny it. Oh, you know, I was just playing. This is called plausible deniability. Okay, so understand these things here. I got this thing down to a science. So she was just telling her audience, yeah, she used to be a hoe, just in case you find out. Just in case you find out. And she's like, hey. Woman talks about the cheat. All right. I've been out here hoeing. All right. Here's another one right here. Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Says a woman talks about the cheat code of cheating on her partner. Now, I think I played this clip before, but I'm going to play it again. This is um a woman. I don't know who she is, but she's sitting with a former football player, Jay Cutler. Cheat code that she's entitled to cheat on her man. I've cheated plenty of times in my life, by the way, but I'm a reformed cheater. I've never, I would never do it again. So never again? Never again. I mean, maybe. No, I swear to God, I won't. I mean, I don't know if I believe you, but. No, I won't. I won't do it. I won't do it. Would you just break up with them? Sometimes if it's gonna be a one-off thing and you sleep with someone one time and then you'll never cheat again and like you don't ever talk to that person again. So as a reformed cheater. <laughs> it's not. It's a that, little bit different. That's acceptable? No, it's not acceptable, but like it's more understandable. <laughs> Is it though? I don't know. I kind of think everyone deserves a one-time cheat in their relationship or marriage. Just uh, a one-time. I disagree. You do? 100%. Yes. Boys, let me <laughs> educate you. If you get yourself a woman like this, you better drop it like it's hot. It's not Woman talks about the cheat right, code yeah. that she's entitled to cheat on her man. I cheated. All right, and there it is right Dude. there. Uh, you can tell she's a skeezer right here. This is a, in these streets. This girl definitely a skeezer. She got slut babies written all over her face, and that's not a negative. That's a great compliment out here. I'm gonna tell you, that's a compliment. <laughs> I mean, she could come get folded, but you can tell she's been in these streets for a long time. In these streets, and she ain't leaving the streets. Her old body language. She trying to tell you, right? And she even hitting you with the really, really. You don't agree with me, right? Taking the 304 math all the way to the grave. She's like, I'm going to drag you down here. All right, doesn't this make sense? We should all be entitled to one cheat, right? You can tell in my eyes, man. That's the thousand rooster stare, as they call it over there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, she been, she been, she been had some debaucherous things going on. She done done some nasty things. All right, here we go. <laughs> Goodness. Hey, she like, bruh. Hey, if you get into a relationship with me, all right, look at them pancakes right there. Boy, that's some Major League Flatbacks pancakes. She's sitting on pancakes. All right, grab them cakes. All right, no bra on. She like, I'm a skeezer. Love it. Who is this woman? Anybody know? Anybody know? <laughs> Plenty of times in my life, by the way. But I'm a reform cheater. I've never, I would never do it again. I would never do it again. <laughs> okay, we talk about women lying. She just said, I would never do it again. I'm a reform cheater. Then proceeds to say, well, if I got into another relationship, everybody should get one cheat. Just at least one. <laughs> so never again. Never again. I mean, maybe. No, I swear to God, I won't. Oh, I swear to God. Listen, they can swear to God, swear to their mama's grave. I swear to God. You'd never believe a woman. Like, no. 
This is why women are supposed to be monitored, right? You monitor them. And the women that don't want to be monitored, well, leave them in the streets. I'm telling you. In the streets. All right. You just street meet to me. Come on. No commitment. You don't want to be monitored. Good. And I'm not into micromanaging women. But if I'm committed to one, I know damn for sure she about to cheat. And ain't gonna, guys, they ain't even going to stop it. They'll just find a way to do it. No, I won't. I swear to God. And then proceeds to say. Oh. I mean, I don't know if I believe you, but. No, I won't. I won't do it. Oh. I won't do it. Would you just break up with them? Sometimes if it's going to be a one-off thing. Oh, there it is. I would never do it again. But now, a one-off. <laughs> Man. Even Jay Cutler said, I don't believe you. And one thing here is true. They, women lie so much that they had to come up with a hashtag believe all women. That's how much women lie. They literally had to come up with a propaganda campaign funded by Black Lives Matter or whoever funded it, the Me Too movement, uh, Time's Up. They had to come up with a campaign to force you to think about believe it all women. <laughs> all right, <yeah>, bro. <laughs> Somebody said it's Sophia Franklin. Okay. All right. They had to come up with a campaign because it was so unfathomable, so ridiculous. That they was like, no, nah. and even Jay Cutler was like, mm, is this a woman with a podcast? I guess it's a woman with a podcast. All right, let me see here. Oh, she's from Call Her Daddy podcast. Okay, Call Her Daddy girl. All right, anyway, let's get to the next one. Let's get to the next one. And we have, oh, professional hater. This should be a good one. Let me see here. One of the. Oh, this should be a good one. There might be some of these men in here here. All right, so check this out. This is from World Star. This is a skit a guy put together. Maybe it's not a skit. It says it says BBC right there. Pause. But it says I'm a professional hater on the internet. There's some men in here. That this might be you. And that's you. It looks like that might be you. Let's see what he's saying here. One of the best ways to drain people's energy nowadays is via the internet. This woman is a astrophysicist, actually. This is not how space works. Read a book. Now I just wait for the comments to come in. Oh. Hey, can you mansplain any louder? Yeah, sure. These are all different accounts that I have set up. The energy you get this way isn't quite as pure, but if you do enough of it, it'll fill you up. Oh. Shanghai sucked. Where was the Chinatown? Jason Mraz is just too weird for me. Jesus actually hates horses. <laughs> Childhood <laughs> obesity, LMFO. <sighs> when they call you a dumbass, you know you've got them. <laughs> they called me a dumbass. Women are getting too tall. You can drain their energy via social media without having to even be near them. Oh, wow. That is racist. You're correct. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all the hate. It's surprisingly simple to get total strangers completely furious with you. They should get a life. Oh, man. Oh, that's terrible right there, man. Who came up with that one? Actually, that's a good one. There's some professional haters in here right here, too. Yeah, you know who you are, Ninja. You know who you are. <laughs> he said you can drain their energy. All right. Yeah. They're, they're right here. There's people in the comment section right here. They're they're. They got their suit and tie on. They're ready to go. They're like, CGA is on every day at this time. I'm going to be a professional hater. There's actually some that actually some 
that uh, super chatted a couple of days ago last week. He was super chatting. He was like, I'm a real professional hater. I'm going to put some money into this shit. <laughs> he was like, it pays to get people furious over you on the internet. That's how they be looking, too. Shout out to y'all professional hating ass ninjas. All right, let me screenshot that. That's a meme right there. As soon as we get our troll, I'm going to hit the ass with the troll music and say, <laughs> it's every YouTube conference section right here. Oh, man. Professional hater. Definitely getting it. I'm definitely getting a screenshot of that right there. That's going to be our meme when they come up. All haters, man. Please play, too, man. All right. $20 and up. You can professional hate. I got that screenshot. All right. Anyway, Straggle and Sniggle Theater does not press on. Let me see here. Let me see if this is the next segment. This is not. the. This is the next segment. So that's Straggle and Sniggle Theater out. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All right, all right. We back in here. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. Critical favor. Hit the like button here. We're almost at our peak viewership hour. It takes about an hour to get to peak viewership. People getting the notifications. People getting they last Starbucks coffee. People getting they last Dunkin' Donuts. And then they settling in. All right, so hit that like button so we can get more and more people in here. No government name, BH. Says Charlie Adelson, who deleted his sister's ex over a custody battle, just got sentenced to life in prison uh, without parole, and then two additional 30-year sentences. Now the prosecutors are looking at charging the monster-in-law. And thank you for that update. That was a story that I shared with you, a really, really sad story. I'm going to have to do a follow-up on it. Of a man, a father, he was a professor, I think a teacher or a professor at Florida State University, just a father. He was in a 50-50 custody battle. He had a horrible monster-in-law and a uh, very, very deceptive uh, wife, ex-wife. And uh, she wanted to move from Tallahassee to another place. And they basically set up through the family business, a family dental business, uh, through Charlie, the the ex-wife's brother and through the brother's girlfriend or former girlfriend and her Pookie and Ray Ray to delete the father. All he wanted to do would be a father. Okay. All fathers want to do is be fathers. That's all we want. Even if we break up, we just want to be a dad. All right. But of course you got to die for shit like this. And of course I talk about these scenarios and people get pissed at me. Why are you getting mad? Well, don't you think going to happen to everybody? See, this is why this we, we tell no theories over here. We, there's no theories. We tell you real. And y'all niggas, y'all niggas be like, this is just horrible. Why don't you report on the good stuff? I mean, come on, man. It's weird, but it's sad. All men want to do is be dads. That's it. That's it. Let me be the dad. That's it. <laughs> right? But they, wanna be, you, they, want, they want you to die. They want you to go homeless. Anyway, man. Somebody said, walk away. Take the L. Sometimes do walking away is the best solution. Even though it goes against conventional wisdom, walking away is the best solution. It's going to save you a shit ton of energy. All right, what do we got here? Jacob M says, currently on page 30 of your book, De-Evolution, and it is fire. Coach, give me, uh, coach, give me your three must-read books that aren't yours. Um, you know, the first one that I'm going to tell you, a lot of people want to know. All right, but um, one of the books that have changed my life, if you're a YouTube content creator, is going to be crushing it, Gary V. I tell you, man, that was a life changer for me. It got me off my ass. But if you want some other books, um, the, 
the other book that I tell you to get is Outwitting the Devil. It's going to back up a lot of things that I tell you. Outwitting the Devil is one of the most fantastic books that I've ever writ read in terms of transmuting your energy and doing the right thing, right? It tells you what you're up against in the secular world and then what you're not up against. A lot of the other books that I've read that I liked applies to coaching, but a lot of them have ideas that can apply to entrepreneurship. For instance, John Calabari had a book called Refuse to Lose, all right? And it's a mindset, Refuse to Lose, right? Where you're going in and people, you will not, you will not understand the amount of people that want to lose, right? So they're going in and uh, you might come in and you're ready to be fired up. You're ready to make changes and people are just wanting to lose. Now we don't do that here. This is the way we do it here. Uh, don't press so hard. Okay, you better get used to how it's done here because this is how it's done here. And he had the mindset, no, no, no. We're not going to accept mediocrity. I'm not going to accept mediocrity in my life. So a lot of, co I've read, I read tons of coaches books because I used to be a coach. Well, I'm still am a coach. But um, Refuse to Lose is one of those where the mindset of saying, look, if you are going to be a part of what I'm doing, you're going to have to refuse to lose. In my, in my opinion, I have that mindset when I'm dealing with people. People come into my life, they, they want to lose. They literally like, I'll lose and I don't care and you trying too hard, you a try hard, you a grifter, why you work so hard, why you doing this and why you don't have fun, lighten up, smell the roses. And then, and then in the same mindset, they'll come over here and complain about normal shit that they could have made a difference while you was trying to do the extra shit, right? The extra shit you was trying to do, they could have done it and it would have made the difference. They would have stopped complaining about all of that shit. It's, uh, uh, it's one of the mindsets that I love. Tons of books, though. Tons of books. I actually used to have a book list that I gave the people. Um, but if you go on the Patreon.com, I'll repost the book list. All right, tons and tons of books. Anyway, Outwitting the Devil is a must-read for you guys. Yeah. Try hard. You're a try hard. All right, people in the content space call me try hard. He trying too hard. He doing too much work. He editing. He got too many channels. He did. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> he, he streamed too long. He begging for super chats. His content, his production is greater. He can hire an editor. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing, man? Why do people, why do people really be hating on people that's trying? <laughs> right? Uh, and, then once, and then when they beat you and they're doing better, they'll tell you about it. They'll tell you about it. Oh, I'm better than you. And I know more than you. And I got more subscribers than you. And then you try hard and you beat them. Oh, you trying too hard. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I wasn't even trying. I ain't even trying to make no money on YouTube. I just do this for fun. These are all excuses. <laughs> These are all excuses for people who, because if they was beating you, they wouldn't be telling you they doing for fun. They would tell your ass that they kicking your ass out here. All right. Anyway, never hear that. About, by the way, we're going to do a stream on men too. We got to do a stream on men. We're going to talk about male jealousy, excuses men make. All right. Mitch ass males. All right. There's, they out here, bro. Anyway, shout out to our brother Stiliano says, uh, still on that unk story, mine stole my Nintendo. I was nine years old. I'm 43. He says it was 1989. I learned then uncles teach you. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to the uncles. All right. Just monies is in the building. He says lunch on me today, coach. Shout out to you, man. We got lunch. 
Lunch Mondays from Just Monet's. Shout out to you. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you, sir. And then let me check if there's any more, man. I, I just seen there's something that happened that I didn't want to happen. But stuff happens, right? You adjust and adapt. What are we doing here? We got face facts. Says if you understand women, they can't manipulate you. If they can't manipulate you, he says they will. Um, they can't survive. This is why they say you hate women. When you understand them, it's shaming language. Indeed, indeed. Uh, the most powerful people who can't be manipulated. Uh, yeah, man, you're a thorn in a lot of people's side. Uh, but the funny thing about manipulation is it's the same. It's the same type of um. It's the same type of uh. They they use the same playbook to to get you, right? Yeah. I I mean I even have men doing this and it's weird, because no matter what I say, it's always comes back. Well, I just can't. I I I just gotta have connection with the person. <laughs> like you're like, all right. I mean, run the same playbook. You. It's kind of weird. People are weird. But you know, I understand. There's a lot of people that watch my show. There's a lot of young men who are confused. They're, they're quite confused, by the way, because they're not getting any of this information at all from anywhere. Not that this is not the right information. You're just not getting it, all right? But um, it's life-changing information. All right, what are we doing here? Ancient man, an ancient man says, sounds like my cousin has 11 children and he got a check for 50 bucks and quit. I don't feel sorry for men. He says, but themselves, he says, uh, broke the message. I can't, it, where's the thing? Oh, okay. You, you sent another super chat correcting it. I meant to say bust themselves broke. Okay, he says, I don't feel sorry for men who bust themselves broke. The message should be behave or should have been behave enough <laughs> after the first one. That's what I think you said. Shout out to you. Thank you for making me read that one. Thank you for making me read that one. But I try. I think I fixed it. I think I fixed it. But yeah, 11 kids, I don't feel sorry for you. We got Jan is in the building. He says, don't get them pregnant. Let society fall unless the laws change. That's not going to stop ninjas. Ninjas still want to get, ninjas still want to get women pregnant. Okay, JC says that professional hater skit was Colin. He's a M energy vampire from a show called what we do in the shadows is really funny, but probably not your jam. No, probably not. Ninja Snuggle, it's a blue chip mindset day, and I literally don't have a job. Keep your resume updated, gents and ladies. Thank you, brothers. And the contractor, shout out to you from south of the border. And he says, morning, coach. That means we're ready to go on to the next segment. The next segment is called community property. Compu community property. Let's talk about this one here. Um, and we'll talk about, you know what, you know what I think it's time to do because I haven't done this in a while. I'm, I'm going to do this because people think I'm a pessimist. People think I'm doom and gloom. People think I, my messages just filled with no solutions. People think I don't like women and they don't think I get women. They don't think I'm very cordial with women. I'm, this is the opposite. I don't want to give you that apparent. So what I'm going to do before we do this segment. I'm going to take this time and opportunity to thank the women that support me on this show. So let's give them a round of applause. They're here. They love my show. There's women who have sons that they make their sons listen to my show. Early on, I had a mother of four boys. She said, I make my sons watch your show. It's hard hitting facts that they don't hear from me. So what I'm going to do, 
I'm going to take this opportunity in time to present to you the three wonderful things that I love today about women. That's what we're going to do. And I want you to listen up. Gentlemen, take notes. This is going to be something that I do routinely. And I'm going to do it here for the ladies that are listening right now because I know. I know you like every woman's fantasy, but I'm going to take the time right now. So the first thing that I want to acknowledge to everybody that is listening to this stream that I love women and this is what I love about them. Number one, the thing that I love about them is that and that if that if that is something they can do, then the love will be eternal at all times. All right. So take these things down, ladies. These are things the traits that you can get from a powerful man like myself. The number two thing that I love about women is that every time that I see one, I want to make sure And so now that point, at that point, these are the things that they can deliver and bring to me in a full open heart and faithfulness and I will eternally bring back and deliver to them. I have no problems with the tricking. I have no problems with paying. As long as they do that second thing, this will be it. And I'm going to say it loud for the people on the back, the third one, the third one, ladies. And if you do this, you really to a person that I love. Yeah. And that be that. I'm going to tell you that right now. Get them a round of applause. Give him a round of applause. It's just, it's just a lot of people just don't think that I would say these things in the open public. I have no problem admitting these things. So if you think that I don't, you think that I don't like, I don't know why you don't think that. I just, I just came and told you right here on the air live. I did it live. So can we put the bed? Can we put the bed all of this nonsense and garbly gook <laughs> about some of your opinions that you have of me? I actually love women, and those are the three things right there. Everybody got it? That's all. That's Huh? Wait, what? Somebody said I was muted? Wait, wait, wait. What part was, wait a minute. Can y'all hear me? Can you hear I'm about to, the audio cut in and out. Hold on for a second. Wait a minute, hold on. Let me see, can you hear me now? Hold on for a second, let me check my sound effect. You can hear that right here, right? What happened? My microphone, let me see something. What, did you, what, what part didn't you hear? What part didn't you hear? You can hear it? I don't see, what, run what back? Run it back? Hold on, what part didn't you hear? You can hear, you couldn't hear you? You couldn't hear me? Can you hear me now? Oh, it's good now. Can you hear? New, 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 new world order. You can hear now. Okay, you heard. Okay, listen. Um, I'm running a little short on time on the show tonight, so um, I'm, I wasn't sure what, hurt, what you heard or not. Uh, maybe I'll revisit this topic a little bit later, or maybe tomorrow, or maybe next year. So I could, I can't really... Time slipping, man. Time slipping, man. I got to get back on to the show. I, I really don't know. As long as you can hear me now, we're good. YouTube be tripping. Hey, YouTube, ease up a little bit right here, man. I was in a moment. I was having a moment with my audience. All right? I was having a moment. 
Somebody said, tell you, tell them why you love us. I did already. I did. What part didn't you hear? I'm trying to figure out. You heard it. Okay, we got it. All right, let's move on with the show. Look, man, these professionals, hold on for a second. I know what's happening now. I know what's happening now. This is what y'all doing. Oh, y'all trying to get me, huh? Y'all trying to mess with me. The professional trolls are here. Look, man, I don't have time for this. I'm going to start blocking people. I'm going to start blocking people in a minute, okay? These professional trolls are getting out of hand. All right, I got to get on with the show. You guys are interrupting my flow here. Chill out, man. Let me get these ninjas, man. This censorship is getting out of hand here. All my mics, I haven't had problems all day. Let's get back to the show. Hit the like button, please. Hit the like button. All right, community property here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, what do we got here? Community property. What do we got here? Let me see here. Uh, This is a woman named Asian Doll. Asian Doll. All right, here we go right here. I've never heard of an Asian doll. I mean, I think I've heard of her before. I've talked about her before. I don't know who she is, if she's a rapper or whatever. Asian doll says, has decided to stop dating rappers. Quote, I'm leaving these rappers behind and only will date nice stand-up guys. And that's you. Okay, I'm assuming Asian, Asian doll is a skeezer. I might have to look her up real quick. All right, but she's gone the way of the... And that's you. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, she's certainly not my type here. This is what Asian doll looks like. Yeah, that's a total schizoid. Her body is in her body's in good shape. I don't know if it's real. But, yeah. And that's you. She's made a statement about her recent repackaging of her punani, and I'll read it here live. This is Asian Debrat. <laughs> okay, here we go right here. She says... Going into the new year, having no relationship with these ninjas is the biggest flex. There's no punctuation here, so uh, sorry for my reading. I just went one year without having any sexual incidences. The lie detector determined, that's a lie. Quote, I'm leaving these rappers behind and only will date nice stand-up guys. And that's you. It says right here, it's heartbreaking habits. Because I do have a type and LOL. And he says, but I want to break that cycle. I'm 20 effing seven. And that's you. All right. She's 27. Been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. Now she wants to. And that's now you. she doesn't want to date her type. Is anybody else just over this hookup culture? I, I wonder how in the world in In today's Kevin Samuels age, in the post-Kevin Samuel age, how in the world do women think that they're going to pull this off on people? (laughs) Like, this is my question. Like, this, we've exposed this for a long time. We're living in post-Kevin Samuels era. Kevin Samuels has exposed this to a massive amount of people. Then we went through Andrew Tate's celebrity status. He's exposed these things to a massive amount of people. How in the world does a woman like her, who probably had to come across one Kevin Samuels video, at least one Andrew Tate meme video, how do they think they're going to pull this off? How do they think she's going to say, oh, epiphany. Oh, wow. You know what? I'll stop getting ran through and I'll find me a good, nice stand-up guy. 
And that's you. How do they believe that men are going to fall for this? I mean, there's gonna all they need is one male to fall for it. That's, that's kind of where the proof is in the pudding. All they need is one male to fall for it. But how... <laughs> Like, how do you think this is going to fly? It says right here, I'm only, wait, I'm only dating to have kids and get married. And that's you. Right there. It says right here, a lot, a lot, all that, all that just texting and calling and talking about nothing is dead. All that little boy energy, I accept it right here. (laughs) Dead too. I want to level up in every way. And that's you. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Starting with you ninjas. And that's you. Wow. I want better in my life. I'm going to get better, and I want, and I have zero guys on my roster. (laughs) (laughs) I'm picking peace and stepping into my bougie girl era, not the bougie girl era. Wow, man, I tell you, man, reality for women right here. Like, this can't be real. Like, she literally flew that out there. She like, I'm going to fly this out there real quick. Like, she literally thought through that and thought it through and typed it. Typed it. (laughs) Right? As if the wall doesn't exist. She's like, the wall? What wall? Huh? Epiphany stage? What epiphany stage? Huh? What do you mean? What do you mean repackage peace leave? What are, you, what, what are you talking about here? What are you talking about? Good. Now you want the good guy. What are you talking about? And that's you. All right. Isn't this what women should want? We can change our stripes. We can turn a hoe into a housewife. And that's you. Wow. That is unbelievable. See, that the thing is, people think about this red pill space. I see all these countries. I'm not red pill. All right. Here <laughs> we go right here. But this is why the space is needed. Yeah, you might not agree with everything, but this is why the space is needed. Of course, she is skeezer to begin with. But even these women, I deserve a good man and I deserve. Of course, the comment section was great. They love nice guys after they get ran through. It's pretty obvious. This be the mindset only after they get passed around. Oh, we got our brother here, Quarantino the God, reclaimed your throne since three months ago. She said she wanted a man who had killed three people. Now she wants a nice guy. This is why it's hard to take black women seriously. Shaking my head. Well, yeah, I mean, it's black women and a lot of women. I don't want to take the emphasis off the black women, but true. Uh, that's womanese for I can't play the rappers, so I'm going to start playing the nice guy. And that's you. And good to see. We do have faith. Um, <laughs> all right. It's good to see you have the faith. And we do have a woman here that says, yeah, because you freaked out. Now you want the good guys. Yes, indeed. All right. One ran through biddies say shit like this. It says only ran through biddies say shit like this. Indeed. Uh, but here it is. This is really so. Yeah, people. Um, Remember, we played a clip of the young guy who said uh, women have no game. And he gave several examples of what women say. And he was like, we need, I, he was like, I wish they would stop this script. He was like, all of this stuff is cooked. And this is what men here, guys, um, ladies, I don't know if you guys know men. This is what men here on dates, men who are dating purple pill, men, hope strategists. A lot of these men who want hope, you know, God bless their heart. The reality is this is what they're hearing on dates. 
they're hearing women say stuff like this, insinuate stuff like this. You know, I've had my fun. I've had my wild days. Uh, remember, it was this woman here in this kit. Uh, similarly, right here, this woman who said, you know, I was a hoe for a little bit, and then I learned. Okay, well, you know, my body count don't matter. Like, men are hearing stuff like this on dates. And they're going back, and they become discouraged. They're more discouraged than listening to CGA. They're more discouraged than listening to CGA. They're discouraged when the woman says, I was in an abusive relationship, and I have two, two baby daddies. And, and you hear this shit, and the men are discouraged. I was in a toxic relationship. Like, men are going, oh, damn, another one, another one, another one. And so this man made a skit, which I've been saying for years, this conversation is cooked, it's played out, move on to some other game. Whatever your damsel in distress game is, whatever your epiphany, whatever this shit is, it's cooked. Come up with something else. And the reality is a lot of men are discovering that women are saying the same thing and living kind of the same existence. And then they eventually give you a chance. And this woman's going to back up exactly what happens when a woman like Asian, Asian doll, her name is Asian doll. What happens when she gives the nice guy a chance? So we're, now we're going to see a woman who went through the transformation of repackaging her peace leave. And then she's going to realize she's going to go back to the ballers. Are y'all ready for this? Are y'all ready right here? Y'all ready for this? All right, this woman's going to say the opposite. She wants to run back to the streets. In the streets. All right, here we go right here. She's going to call what she's doing, what Asian Doll suggested, as community service. Mm. Community service. Yo, man, you can't make this shit up. Let's go ahead and continue real quick. Here we go. Downgrading and then catching feelings and then losing that downgrade and then being like, damn. I lost the one. Bitch, it is time to come back up to your fucking league, okay? Put community service on your resume because you spent time in the trenches, bitch. We're back up here now. Imagine downgrading and then catching feelings and then losing that downgrade and then being like, damn, I lost the one. Bitch, it is time to come back up to your fucking league, okay? Put community service on your resume because you spent time in the trenches, bitch. We're back up here now. Wow, wow. <laughs> so, so me going to the nice guy. And that's you. Me giving a guy a chance that is under my standards list, right? The standards. Okay, I'll drop it down. Where's the nice guy? Where's the boring guy? I'll take it. Where's the guy who doesn't have all the muscles and the money and the status and the popping bottles? The rappers that Asian Doll suggested, right? Asian Doll said, I'm leaving these people behind. All right, where's all the handsome guys? The guys that got, okay, she's like, ah, uh, we, we leaving them behind in 2024. Then they leave them behind. They come over here, and then they think we're going to fold. We challenge them, and then you get dumped by the regular dude, and you're like, oh, and then they're offended. Then they're offended. She said, I'm going to go back. I'm running back. I'm going back to the ballers. I'm going back to the out. I'm going back to my league. My league. First of all, let's be honest. This woman, what league is she talking about? The Butter Tonsils League? The Abuse League? The Choke and Throttle League? The Spit Down Your Throat League? Seriously. Seriously. Take a look, gentlemen. This woman believes she's out of your league. 
This woman believes she's out of your league, bro. This cannot be real. Where? Okay. Where? Ma'am, where? You look like a, I mean, come on, man. This woman's average. Comparatively, in any major city, she's average. She's not even, if even if she left Los Angeles and went to Kansas City, she'd still be six. She'd still be a five and a half. What league? I mean, this is what we have to deal with. <laughs> man, this is wild, man. This is beyond delusional. So because she got hair, she got a hair straightener, hair extensions, and got face full of makeup, she thinks she's out of many men's leagues. But this is the problem with the internet. He says, so the downgrade left you. You got left by the downgrade. And one of the things that a woman ego can't handle is that they're getting, like China Dolls getting kind of dissed on for the men she's chasing, the ballers, the rappers, the 1%, right? She's not getting headway over there. Then she'll come over here like, okay, I'll do him a favor. I'll do him a favor. I'll do him a favor. But that, that is actually a worse scenario for them because when they do that, they come in and they'll say, okay, I'll give this dude 25% of me and I'll give him a ran through body. And he'll, he'll be happy. He'll be happy as hell to have a woman like, the, like me. But then that effort that she's giving, where I don't have to tell you where I am. I ain't doing all this. She, she basically telling him a list of what she's not going to do because she downgraded. I ain't got to do all that for you. Just stay over here while I go to girls' nights out and mess around. Remember, the other woman said, uh, my one-time cheat. Okay, so this is an example of a person that says, yeah, I'll get into a relationship, but I'm entitled to cheat once. Okay, and so she'll do that. She'll go downgrade, and then she'll come back, and then you'll call her out, you'll dump her, and then all of a sudden she's like, what? She's like, what? You dumping me? Like, how dare you? I'm the best woman you ever had. I'm the best woman you ever had. You can't get another woman like, and they really think that you can't. Why? Number One of the reasons why is you might meet her on a dating app. She'll finally go, okay, I'll get on Bumble, and, you'll, and she'll meet you. What she perceives is that you're a loser. Because really, only losers be over there that be trying to take women on dates on dating apps. That's what she perceives. You don't have shit else going on, so this is the only way you can get women. She's like, I'm on here, and she's on there for less than a day. She's got a bunch of messages. She picks you out of a needle in a haystack. Okay, I'll get this guy a chance. You buck, you you go for it. You invite her out on a date next day, that evening. She was like, that was quick. You get a piece of piece leave. She says, you got to commit to get some more. You commit. You give away your commitment early. Now you lost leverage. And so she's like, this loser didn't have shit going on. Now, you might be running game on her, but this is why I tell you to not run game. Because when you when you do, she perceives you as a loser, and then you try to play games on her, and then it's a constant back and forth. Now you created a war unnecessarily, unnecessarily, where you could have just told her straight up, like, yeah, you just want a mini, come on. And then she's like, huh, there's competition? There's competition? You know how many women say that to me? She was like, oh, wow, there's competition? Yeah, bitch, you competing at all times. <laughs> the hell are you talking about? But a lot of women think that when they meet men that are below their standard, they think, that that man is below every woman's standard. So she doesn't think there's other women. She thinks she's doing you a favor. Thus, when it doesn't work out one time, one time, all it takes is one downgrade to diss her. She goes back to hoeing. 
she goes right back to Hoenn. She was like, oh, these downgrades out here playing like this? She don't get this two or three times by downgrades. It takes one downgrade who she believes she's doing a favor for, and she runs back to the ninjas, right? She runs back to the pookies. Yep. This is exact. I'm telling you, it didn't much, not much happened than that. I just explained exactly what happened. She thought she was going to come out here and do people a favor, and she got dissed. And she's like, what? I had to compete down here? Okay, she's like, if I have to compete, I'd rather go compete for the top percent. So back to the streets I go. She said, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. <laughs> That's what she said. She got some nerve, huh? She got some nerve. And look at all the attitude. Service on your resume. She said community service. Y'all ninjas out here, community service. Somebody says she the downgrade. Facts. She don't, but guys, she wouldn't even believe if I told her. This is how cold the game is. Because this is what, she wouldn't believe if I told her that she was average in my category. Right? Because women don't come over here. Why you got to belittle them? I'm not belittling them. She would be average to me. Now, for a lot of people, I see a lot of dudes treat these girls like princesses. Now, it might be her personality. I might not see it. But I'm like, I've been doing good out here compared to a lot of what I see celebrities with some muskrats. I'm like, maybe he loves her. But if I told her, I'm like, you would be average to me. Your vibe is not that good. You're really not that good comparatively to what I could get. They'd be blown away. She'd be like, what? I'll be, I would tell a woman like that. I'm like, you're old to me. <laughs> right? She would be floored. And I actually told a woman, she's uh, tw- uh, 31. She looks like 27, 28. I would tell her that. But I told her, I was like, you're old for me. She was flabbergasted. <laughs> she was like, I'm old? I was like, yeah, for me, you're old. 31 is old for me. She was blown away. <laughs> but... Again, she was attractive, so it kind of kept her in line. If she was ugly, she would have probably blew up. All right, she probably would have turned the table upside down where we were. All right, but she's attractive, so it hit her with a, wow. It hit her with a sense of, oh, okay, this dude ain't playing. <laughs> right, this dude ain't playing. This is out here with youngies. All right, and so uh, this is, for her, I would be like, yeah, you kind of old to me, but you cool. <laughs> All right, anyway, man, it was wild as hell. But uh, anyway, let's get to the next one. Again, I wasn't trying to be ruthless. I just basically told her the real. I wasn't even trying to be mean when I said it. it get, listen, listen, guys, people think I'm mean. It wasn't like I walked up to her and was like, all right, you old broad. It came up in the conversation. Like, people think I just walked up to her and said, I just want to tell you, you're old. It didn't come up. But she was talking about it. We were talking about it in the context of the conversation. I was like, well, 31 is kind of old for me. All right. But (laughs) all right. It came in a conversation. She was like, huh? Really? She was like, wait, you think 31 is old? I was like, yeah. (laughs) I'll just record right here. I don't know what to tell you. All right. I don't know what to tell you. It is. Anyway, it, it straightened her up real quick. It straightened her up. She looks young. I was like, but you look young, so that's why you're here. (laughs) All right, anyway, man, look, let's get back to the show. I wasn't being mean to her just to be mean. Oh, speaking of, we're going to talk about this one here. Oh, we do have another dating wrapped. All right, dating wrapped here. This is a Ling Ling edition right here. It's not even Thursday. Look at this Ling Ling here. 
Uh, she says, welcome to my dating wrapped 2023. This is Tiffany. Again, she's a nice looking lady. Is she top of the top? No. She seems very pleasant. She has hungry eyes. She has hungry eyes, meaning that she kind of looks cuckoo. She's going to sound kind of programmed like a robot. This is another one of these things where the woman shows you on her iPad. They got more time than they actually will admit. They don't be having shit to do in, life, in their life. They think they do, but they don't. They make these iPad presentations. Let's see what her dating life was like in 2023. And why would she need to broadcast this on the internet? Here we go. Welcome to my dating wrap 2023. I went on 10 first dates. Where were the location of these dates? One was in the US, one was in Korea, and eight were in Japan. 10 men. One was Caucasian, nine were Asian. One was Japanese, one was Filipino, one was Singaporean, and six were Korean. I don't know how that happened. How many did I go on a second date with? Nope, that wasn't the question. How many offered to pay on the first date? Eight offered to pay on the first date, two did not. How many second dates did I go on? One. How many did I go on multiple dates with? One. How many did I tell my mom about? One. How many broke my heart and traumatized me? One. How many did I record myself crying over and post it on Instagram and it got over six million views? One. What did I learn this year? I have been traumatized by too many Korean men and dating should be hard because it shouldn't be easy to find your person. 2024 is going to be my year. <laughs> oh, man. Now I'm going to get a copyright and this stream's going to be frozen for a few hours because of that music in the background, unfortunately. Brothers, 10... She looked cuckoo, man. I'm going to tell you, this woman is, I mean, listen, she's cried on the internet. So you already know she cuckoo. It's not a stretch. It's not a stretch. She's cried in front of uh, 6 million people over a guy. She less, knew less than a year. She crazy. All right? <laughs> she crazy. So her, me saying she has hungry eyes is not looking at her, man. She kind of looked like the Grinch here. All right, but what are we doing here? <laughs> Uh, why don't you give a ninja a chance here? It says, oh, my God, the way you smile when you talk about trauma, you're so funny. Yeah, right here. I mean, come on, man. I decided after six years of only dating Asian men, it's time to branch out. Uh-oh. It's time to branch out. Okay. All right. She tried to go. Okay. Um. Well, it looks like we got, hey, you came to the right place, lady. You came to the right place. And you're a lingling. It ain't even Thursday. You want to branch out, you say. You want to try something new, you say? Oh, well, welcome to the dark side. And <laughs> welcome to the dark side. <laughs> I can fix his dad bind. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yeah, brother. All right, she want a ninja. I don't think she can handle CGA. I might break that girl. I might break her. All right, but uh, anyway, man, this is what they're pushing out here. This is why we call this community property. <laughs> community property. 10 dates in a year. Guys, uh, uh, for you, for you, press one in the chat if you had 10 dates this year. Press one in the chat if you've had 10. Okay, I'll say this. 10 or more dates. 10 or more dates in this year. Most men can't get 10 dates. This is not the likelihood for most men. 
let alone get one partner in that time unless you desperately settle for them. Some men. Press a one in the chat if you've had more than 10 dates. All right, there are some men that have. We understand that. We don't direct our message to them because these men have a system. It's worked out. Press a two if you've had less than 10 dates. Press a two. See, you don't have a minute. You don't, you don't have that many. Press a two if you have. Press a two. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, I guess we. I've already said it. Press a two if you've had less than 10 dates. I mean, this is obvious right here. So my thing is this. What women don't understand is that they're getting way more opportunities. They're getting way more opportunities than fumbling it. And they're fumbling it mostly for their own reason. Then you have a group of men that are getting none, no opportunities. And not, it, guys, it ain't, it's not me, but I've been there or I've been in situations where I took none. Even to get 10 dates, even via her graphic, eight men paid for dates that they got nothing from. Let's just take this into consideration. Let's take one man had eight dates that he paid for out of 10. And out of those 10 dates, eight that he paid for, he got nothing. How often is that guy going to date again? He probably is going to slow down. He's probably going to take time to reinvent himself. He's probably going to figure out a new strategy. He's not going to go into the next year and get 10 dates, pay for eight, and, and try to get two. Okay. He ain't going to do that. Economically, he's not going to do that. For what it's worth, it's not going to do that. That's kind of the reality between men and women dating. And people don't see it this way. And, of course, they don't care either. All right, but if you want some game or some shit like that, um, a lot of people think that that's the fix. And I'm saying, no, that's probably not the fix. I know people might think that's the fix. The fix is you got to fix yourself first. All right, trying to manipulate the system is only going to probably lead to a lot more waste. You got to fix the system, all right? Or, I mean, fix yourself first. And then when you actually find value in yourself, you probably will least likely go out of eight on 10 dates and strike out, <laughs> right? You're never going to do that. But a lot of women think, oh, look at me. I went on 10 dates as a humble brag. But they don't realize they fumbled 10 opportunities, Nor namely because she hasn't worked on herself. Admittedly, she admits this, all right? She hasn't worked on herself. Uh, and ended up crying over one ninja, a Korean guy. Shout out to the Korean guy who broke her little heart. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. We do have George Bruno making an appearance. Why is George Bruno here? Shout out to George Bruno. Is this the next segment? It is the next segment. It says right here, men and money versus women and men's money. Interesting segment here. We're going to go to the legendary George Bruno. If you don't know him, He's one of the people that have been around in the space for a long, long time. All right, good to see him on my show. Go check him out. I believe he changes his channel name quite a bit. So I can't tell you. You might, if you Google George Bruno or YouTube it, he'll pop up. He's, um, I think he cuts hair and styles all of this stuff. The Sultan, they used to call him back in the day. All right, um, let's play a video about him explaining what makes men happy, even if they have money. Even if they have money, all right, what makes men happy? Even if a man has money, what makes men happy? Here we go. Men are so happy with a one-room cabin, a simple house, a starter home, a downsized home, a wood stove, basic furnishings, truck, a dog, a stack of firewood to last the fall and winter. You add a woman to the mix, 
All of a sudden, we start talking multiple bedrooms, bathrooms, a pool, a safer car, walk-in closets, dinner parties. The shit that we do because we think that we have to make a woman happy can't be done, my fella. Can't be done. Men are so happy with a one-room cabin, a simple house, a starter home, a downsized home, a wood stove, basic furnishings, truck, a dog, a stack of firewood to last the fall and winter. You add a woman to the mix, all of a sudden we start talking multiple bedrooms, bathrooms, a pool, a safer car, walk-in closets, dinner parties. <laughs> the shit that we do because we think that we have to make a woman happy. Can't be done. My Woo! He said can't be done. And this is a guy who's been, and George Barono is probably, he definitely is more balanced than me. All right, he's way more balanced than me. I'm a little bit more hardcore. George Bruno can be hardcore, but he's softened up in his days. He was definitely a guy, um, you know, if you see his older pictures, he was muscular. Chad had a beard, got married, got divorced, and uh, learned some hard lessons about life. He's certainly an OG in this space. And here's the reality of it. Men, most of the time, if women are not your priority, all right, men can lead, live very minimally, okay? Uh, let me see here. Let me see if I can find that meme. Men can live very minimally. Now, some people might say men shouldn't live minimally. That's a whole conversation. But men can live like this. If it wasn't for the pursuit. Now, not all men, because there's always a guy. Not me. I got to have a Kooji sweater. Not me. I got to have the. Okay, we're not talking about. You. If it doesn't apply, I'm not trying to make it fit. I'm not trying to criticize you. I have opulence compared to what most men need. I have more than what a man needs, and I'm comfortable with this. I don't have this scenario. Now, sometimes I wish I only had this, right? Meaning that in my future, I kind of foresee this being possible. Like, I don't need much. There's not much need for much, right? And most of the time, you upgrade, whether you want to admit it or not, that, that you upgrade because you kind of want to make it look good for when women come into your life. Some guys will still deny that. There's no point in arguing it. It's the truth. You want to bring women back to your layer. I always call it my gentleman's layer, my manner. We call it the desert storm bunker. All right, when you come in here and they see this, it's a leverage position. You definitely have leverage when your shit is straight when it comes to women or entertaining or your homeboys cooking in the backyard. It is what it is. So in this situation, He's saying if you took women out of the equation and you focus on your own happiness, you will have a lot less. You know, you will not have much more. Then he says, though, when you add women to the equation on any level, the pursuit of them, impressing them, marrying them, dating them to any level, you going out, functions, socializing, any level, you add a woman. You're going to do way more, way more. On any level, even trying to pursue things, talent, how learn to play the guitar. People will deny this, but this is the truth. Giving up video games. Oh, I don't want to look like a lame. All right, you'll do it less to add the woman in your life. When you have, to, and by the way, most of the time you should because your focus is on uh, protecting your family. If you want to get married, you have to have more. This is a, you can't live like this and have a wife. You can't live like this and think you're going to marry the wife. 
Okay, that th those days are gone. It it used to be like this in the eighties. You could do this, and a woman will say, "Okay, I'll I'll help him build." Not anymore. Not anymore. Women aren't coming in in that level anymore, right? So, um, where she's a secretary, and then she'll help you build around this shit, and she'll like, mm, "This place needs a woman's touch." <laughs> Not anymore. So the truth is of it, and there's no need to even fight and argue with this when it's only men in your happiness. You need a lot less. You don't need much. You don't need much. Then when you add a woman, if you pursue, you choose to it, you're going to need more. Then the crux of it, though. The crux. You know what's the problem. And he kind of snuck the problem in. He said it still won't make her happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> what? Now that is the key and you missed it. He then insinuated, even adding all of your shit to keep your woman, it still ain't going to make her happy. Oh, happy. <laughs> did you hear that part? Did you hear that? Not only is it not going to make her happy, she's going to make sure you ain't happy in the process. She's going to complain. She's going to need more. Why don't we have? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Y'all missed that part too, huh? See, you can't win. most people don't know that part yet because they have never had that part yet. I'm one of the people that will tell you by experience and through experience of others that you can give her, even Chris Rock said, you can give her a diamond Johnson and she still ain't going to be happy. Now that part, he says, no, I got that part. Now that's the part that's really going to blow you away. In general, women are not appreciative. Even when you have and you give and you work hard, many women still be like, but I want more. They never satisfy. I don't give a shit what you do and who the woman is. She ain't never satisfied. That's just how they're built. So now think about that. There's a lot of married men living that reality right now. Like, damn. I gave her all this and I come home and she's still complaining. And you're like, damn, I could take all this away. As a matter of fact, I could be living like this right now. And that man will be happy. See, that's the difference. The man that gave his woman everything he's given her, worked hard, sacrificed. She still ain't happy. He ain't happy either. And he's thinking, I will get a studio apartment, 400 square feet with a view like this, a chair and a, and a, and a screen on the floor, and I will be happy. The ninja will be happy. <laughs> the ninja will be happy as hell he will be in the best place in his life mentally physically status he'll leave his wife and kids right now and he will be happy like this now that's the reality that is the reality. There's no argument. If you've ever done this, you will understand. You will be happy as hell. <laughs> Just like that. But you're not happy because your wife ain't happy with all this extra shit that you went through. Not only your wife, girlfriends. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They still out here pushing and prodding you and poking you. You like, what the? Let's read the video again. Just so you can get it. So we can hammer the point home. Here we go. 
fella can't be done. Men are so happy with a one-room cabin, a simple house, a starter home, a downsized home, a wood stove, basic furnishings, truck, a dog, a stack of firewood to last the fall and winter. You add a woman to the mix, all of a sudden we start talking multiple bedrooms, bathrooms, a pool, a safer car, walk-in closets, dinner parties. The shit that we do because we think that we have to make a woman happy can't be done, my fella. Yep. Can't be done. Can't be done. Men are so happy with a one-room cabin, a simple house, a starter home. Yep. It, it, the, guys, trust me. Trust me. This is this is real. This is real. Now, will every man experience this? No. Most men will experience this. And they'll be thinking back like, damn, this was it. Like, this was the peak. <laughs> like, this was the peak. I didn't realize it. I thought I was a loser. I was called a loser. I was called lame. Uh, so they said I didn't have my priorities straight. When I brought women back here, they thought I was a, 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 a dusty. But this was the peak of happiness. <laughs> this was the peak. Shout out to George Bruno, man. That is a great video. A great video. Speaking of women and your money and women and their money, this is going to be the opposite right here. So take a look. So now this is a woman and just an example of one. Not all women, but this is kind of becoming a norm. Uh, for some women out here, uh, some women, this is right here. Now, this is what you get when you try to make her happy. Here we go. As a man, there are certain things that's mandatory that you should pay for in a relationship with a woman, okay? For example, her rent. That's number one. No woman should be paying her own rent if she's in a relationship with a man, all right? Her car payment, her light bill, her groceries, Absolutely. She should never pay for groceries, her gas, her insurance, because, I mean, if you're paying her car payment, you might as well pay the insurance as well. Don't you care about her safety? Yeah. Pay the insurance. Shopping. OK, your woman should never have to spend her own money to shop. I mean, what is the point of her having sex with you for her good health? No. Take her shopping. Diamonds, okay? Yeah. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. So if you're in a relationship with a woman, it is mandatory that by the six-month mark, you buy her some diamonds, okay? And if your girl wants surgery, pay for it. Why not? Guess who's going to enjoy it? Yeah. You. So, yes, get her a new pair of jugs because you can play with them, all right? It's not for her benefit. It's for your benefit. Pay for her titties. Okay, again, remember uh, remember what George Bruno said. This is all it takes right here. You can be right here. You can be watching the game in silence. You can get, go have a sandwich delivered. You can have order, no chaos. You can look at the view. You can watch the titties walk up and down the coastline in the beach. Or you can have, you can have this, this, and you'll be happy, right? In her mind, I do all of that. I get to play with her juggies. I should be honored as the 50 11th ninja that played with her juggies. In fact, I might I might buy her some juggies and she might let another ninja pay with them juggies and nut on them. Of course, that'll happen. That's that could happen. There's a there's a high likelihood of that happening. So again, this is an example of and I think she was trolling. I think well, I don't think she was trolling. I mean, I think she's being outlandish for sure. I think she's serious. 
but I think she's also trolling at the same time. She kind of using, I just think she's being outlandish. I'm hoping so. At some points, I think she was serious. And there's some women out there like this, by the way. But even then, she didn't suggest that you would be happy. She's just saying you would be lucky. As if, again, with the woman that said she downgraded, you'd be lucky to have me. All you got to do is pay. You're lucky to have a person like me. By the way, this woman's below average, in my opinion. I mean, I would not touch her with a 10-foot pole. All right, looking like that. But um, a lot of these women think that you would do that just to be lucky to have her. This is the problem in the world. This is a problem in our world. Uh, this is another one. We got another example of this, of a woman that says, if I were to get pregnant, if I were to get pregnant, uh, this is what I want as a lifestyle. This is a United Kingdom strag. All right, let's see what she has to say. This woman put a price tag on having a child, and I am here for it. Jenny Darling is a content creator and child-free woman who made a list of non-negotiables for pregnancy if she were to meet the right man and have his child. The list includes a $250,000 annual allowance, prenup, doula, therapist, personal mm. trainer, housekeeper, house, um, and assets to ensure her financial security regardless of what happens in the relationship. I love that she did this. I love that she values her independence and her physical and mental health enough to require these needs to be met. I love how she recognizes how important her financial security and her happiness is to the quality of a child's life. And I love that she is making it abundantly clear to any man who wants to be in her life what conditions are required to be met to ensure her and her child's happiness and security. This Oh, the humanity. <laughs> oh, man. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. <laughs> okay, gentlemen, man. Remember, remember what George Bruno said. You could be like this and happy. You could be like this and have no problems. Well, you'll have problems. You won't realize you will have pro the problems you have when you live like this as opposed to when you're trying to pursue these goofy-ass bras out here, you'll go back to this in a second. You'll be like, man, I'll just come back to this. All right, I'll walk out. I'll leave all that shit behind. Now, guys, I thought the first woman was quite ridiculous. Then the second woman came in and co-signed it. All right, and I'll read her caption here. Uh, above this list, Jenny says, I'd never put my body through that for free. I'm not built to suffer. Really? Take a look at these women. And kids are expensive. By the way, she did refer to the kids as her kids. My kids, my kids, my kids. This is an indicator of a toxic person. She, it, women, some of these people like this, they don't think that the child belongs to you. They think you get nothing from this. Uh, much of this surrounded around her happiness, not yours. Again, your happiness is not going to be their top priority. They don't care. You're kind of just a utility. You're the sperm donor. My kid. Okay, and it says right here, I, want, I wouldn't want to bring a kid into this world to suffer. I wouldn't have kids on the terms. It's good. It's a good motherhood experience for me. Y'all, I love you so much. In a world that revolves around men and money, there you go. She is speaking a language many will be sure to understand and despise. It says this type of situation is the patriarchy's 
worst nightmare, women valuing themselves and their maternal contribution to an extent that is unaffordable for most and therefore inaccessible. If we dare to demand these things at scale, I personally believe efforts to oppress and suppress women would skyrocket far beyond and before men would step up to meet even 10% of these conditions. Some people may view this list as excessive, while others may think it makes total sense. Wow. And uh, let's go back to the list again just to see it here. Uh, Take a look at your offspring's mothers, by the way. (laughs) Like, look at this one right here. All right, I'm actually looking at it, and I'm like, where's my sound effect here? I guess I lost my sound effect. There it is. Hey, look at this. All right, she looking like Big Bird. But uh, here we go right here. My non-negotiables for pregnancy. Prenup before pregnancy. Okay. Prenup before pregnancy. That's fair. 20, well, not 25, $250,000 allowance annually for baby. Yeah, we gone, man. We want we got personal. Th- By the way, there are some women that get this, but they're they're called st- they're called soccer moms. They're called stay at home moms. Right? But therapy sessions. What is the first weekly therapy sessions? Personal training, baby moon. Not sure what that is. Annual working. I don't know what that means. There, housekeeper for six months post delivery. Uh, there's a whole bunch in here. Makeover, mommy makeover, night nurse. Jesus. I mean, this is extreme. This is this is this is extreme. That's extreme. But of course, it's not your happiness, but it's your money. So when I titled this, it should have said men and money versus women and men's money. They have a whole list of demands for a piece of pussy. Really, it's really for a piece of ass. I mean, let's just let's just Boil it down to what we're really getting. It's access to the woman. That's what they're charging you for. Again, all men pay or not all women are prostitutes, right? I mean, it's tricking. Tricking if it ain't tricking if you got whatever you talk about. I'm telling you, women monetize themselves. This is the monetized woman. Not all women are monetized to this extent, though. So you're getting some women monetized small, large, or whatnot. Guys, it's... Um, I told you about the monetized woman. That's, this is where we're at. They're putting a price on this shit for their own personal empowerment. It's quite obvious. But what you're trying to do is trying to search around for the women that aren't like this. And I'm telling you guys, you're wasting your time. Meaning that it's a time waste because you're eventually fighting something you can't fight anymore. You can't fight. The social media can spread faster to avoid ninjas like you before a woman succumbs to a ninja like you. You might get it a little bit, but after a while, she's going to put a price on it. I'm not saying you have to participate either. Again, I'm not, you don't have to participate in any of this, but we live in the monetized woman. And they're, 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 they're somehow magically lifting the price out where they're pricing you out. They're pricing everybody out, by the way. Like, my, my question is, who are these women think they're going to get? 
Like, this is where their problem is. This is kind of like the end of civilization, if you will. Uh, we're in a gender revolution. I mean, a generation revolution here. So they're just going to be kind of on their own. They're never going to find this. Like, first of all, look at the black woman in this video. I mean, she looked like Serena Williams with a wig on. The other one looks like Big Bird. Like, come on, ma'am. This shit, not only that, not only that, they're already too old. I mean, <laughs> nobody even talked about this. These women are already too old. So not only that, you're going to get in vitro fertilization. You're highly likely with these two women to have to do in vitro. Like, who picking this shit up? Who picking up this tab? I mean, this is one of the reasons why. This is one of the reasons why men go after younger women. I mean, it's, it's just I, once they get this age, they cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Their reality is skewed. Uh, um, another thing, and I, may, and I said this. I've, I've been saying this for a while. Because people are like, well, younger girls don't do this. And younger, I said, um, uh, they'll say, younger girls just want you for your money. Okay, what about older women? I always tell you, older women want you for more expensive things. It may not be $200 this, a little bracelet, some earrings, a cell phone, cell phone bill. When you get to dating women over 30, the things that they need are way more expensive, but they won't ask you for the money for it. It'll be part of the relationship bill. It's going to be part of the bill. They'll get into the cohabitation. They'll get into the relationship quicker. And then they need four sets of tires. Then they need tiles for their roof. Then they'll need a whole muffler and transmission. Then they'll need you to pay three months back for their child care. Then you'll need to pay half of their mortgage and shit. You know what I mean? Like, then they got $125,000 in student loan debt. Then they need to re- Get the redo their titties after 10 years. That's another seven, eight thou. Then they need a mommy makeover. Like, dude, women are, but, but young women want you for your money, please. <laughs> they need way less, way less. And you're going to, if you marry an older woman, then you, they, I, I have another video about uh, women talk about premenopausal shit that she going through. And you ain't about to, man, please. Mm. They in a bind. They six months behind rent and they about to get evicted. That's that's older women. That's the shit that they come up with. Even if they are older and stable financially, dude, they don't keep up. They, they're always going to be in a bind. The majority of women, like that's like 93% of women. That The things they're going to need and throw in your lap is going to be crazy. You're going to be like, what? They're going to throw, they throw $5,000 situation in your lap just like that. Medical bills, they had a medical emergency. They needed an emergency cesarean hysterectomy. <laughs> yep, them property taxes, them property taxes. Okay. <laughs> them property taxes going to hit on that house that she bought, and the property taxes went up 20%, and she in a bind. She like, oh, shit, April 15th coming up. Property taxes hit. Um, In, in the situation of... uh. Um, um, Destiny, he paid off, he said, over $200,000 in, in tax fees for his girl. Come on, bro. But them young girls only want you from your money. I'm like, here's $250. It ain't that much. She's like, I need gas. Can you help me? Here. <laughs> here's some gas money. 50 bucks. Older woman. 
damn, student loans about to kick back in. I don't know what I'm going to do. In a bind, Nate. It's 800 a month. I don't have it for the next two years. I'm trying to save for my, now you $800 a month on 24 months. Not saying you have to pay it. I'm just saying they're going to throw that shit in your lap. And they're going to be, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm back on my rent. My kids daycare about to throw them out. That's how they get you. That's how they get men. Now, again, the men who can stay, man, bitch, I ain't paying a dime of that. Kick rocks. Those men are few and far between. That is not the normal man. And not many men are going to become that man. Not many men are going to become that man. Just so you know. And I listen, some men will become that man. I'm that guy. All right, I hear old broad talking about they plights. I'd be like, well, that's the, you shit out of luck. <laughs> you shit out of luck. Oh, by the way, this doesn't mean your mama ain't going to be that one, your sister, your niece, your cousin. They're going to hit you with that shit too if they know you got it. Yep, the damsel in distress. So it's the one of those situations. Your wife, your fiance, this shit happens to men. Sob stories, it's, it's real. It's real in the field out here. Anyway, so just telling guys to not do it is not a solution because most guys have family members. Most guys have wives. Most guys have girlfriends and fiancés and shit. Most guys won't date younger women because they think, oh, these girls are just gold diggers and over here and it's tricking over here. And You guys do this and say, well, I would just turn her down. Most people can't. They in too deep. They tied up. They in a bind. Most people can't just walk away from family members and shit like this. Anyway, um, here we go. Here we go right here. For me, I'm that guy because I have the leverage and I can go to, you know, I'm like, oh, you ain't get me with that. I see it coming. I just simply turn them down. Most guys are a little bit more in too deep. They've already manipulated to them to the point where they cannot disconnect. Oh, by the way, last point. A lot of people have moved in with women like this. And men, ladies. I know you're like, uh, a man did it to me too. Yes. Men do this to men. I mean, sorry, women do, sorry, men do this to women too. So this can happen on both ends. I know couples that cannot break up right now because they're in a relationship. They can't break up because they're financially commingled. And they're, they're, they're probably in their 30s, in their 30s. So the woman is older. The woman's older to me. Like, to me, she's an old woman. When you get over in your 30s, y'all old, all right, in terms of compared to the marketplace out here, all right, because I be at the JUCO. But they become roommates for a period of time before it really implodes. So then now you're sex, sexless. Then you start dating other people or outsourcing an open relationship. Then you're just ship sailing in the night. Then you're picking up two jobs because you... They got in a bind. What happens is, this is why I suggest people don't do this. For, for certainly men, don't put yourself in this situation. Because when the, when the relationship breaks up, you should be able to just bounce. But if you're married or you are doing 50-50 split on rent, people think you have more control over your own finances. But what you're going to find out is, if the relationship ends, you've been so accustomed of co-mingling your funds, a 50-50 relationship actually ties you together more, okay? It actually ties you together more than if you had um, a 100% relationship. And I showed you the data on this. Statistically, 
That's the truth. Men who uh, paid the majority of the expenses in their relationship actually fare better in divorce. The men who pay 50-50, less than 75% of, I'm sorry, they pay 75% or less of the expenses, they get bit, they get they get worse. They get a worse divorce. You break up, you move in with your girl. She pays half the rent, you pay half the rent. And then what happens is because of that, you don't need to make more money. Oh, we don't need to make that more much more money because we can afford at our both of our salaries. You let that go on for two years. Let that go on for three years. Then all of a sudden, you guys are living barely paycheck to paycheck, dealing with a little inflation. Then you break up. Can you leave tomorrow? The answer is no. You cannot leave tomorrow. Why? Because you're tied in with this person. Can you divorce your wife, give her divorce papers, and walk out the door today and tell her, look, you can keep the half the house, or I bought you a townhouse, or I leased you an apartment. You have this. I'm going to give you $2,500 a month. You're going to do, can you do this? The answer is no. So now you're stuck not divorcing her so you don't lose out your house. Then she divorces you and then moves out or kicks you out and then puts you on child support. Now you homeless. Mm. (laughs) So the idea of female female relationships where she says, I'd rather go 50-50 and stay equal actually is worse. Women don't understand this. But she's saying, I want to keep control of my own money. Then you end up paying slightly more than 50% for sure. And then when the relationship breaks up, you're stuck. I know a lot of couples just like that. They cannot break. They can't leave. Even to the point where a woman will say, the woman told me, she said, hey, look, we've broken up. We're just roommates. So she sees other guys. He's kind of stuck as a duck, low self-esteem. And she said, and I said to her, I said, well, I said, well, why don't you leave him? Why don't you leave him? And she said, I can't. And I said, why? And she said, because he will have no place to go. I was like. (laughs) And I said, okay, why doesn't he leave you? Or why don't he kick you out? Because she would have no place to go. I was like, shit. Again, normies. I was like, hell no. I would never put myself in this position. But a lot of people will say, well, what about connection and love? You guys got to think about this pragmatically. That connection love shit is going to last. I gave you the data on it. You're lucky if it lasts for two years. After two years, it's all gone, gone. All you have really is kind of loyalty and obligation and shit like this. I've done shows like this by proving this all the time. That love connection shit is a short period of time. That shit going to wear off. Then we'll get back to reality in real life. What's the real life circumstances? When the, when the love wears off, what is my real life situation and predicament? Most of the time, you're trapped. Most of the time, you don't have leverage. Most of the time, your options are limited. I did it once, and I said, never again. Never freaking again, all right? Um, and a lot of women are saying this too, never again. Because once that shit wears off, now you have bullshit. So people can't, people can't move the way they move when they do this 50-50, this partnership and all this stuff. It ends up trapping you. You're in a loveless, lifeless relationship. This is a fact. I'm giving you all the facts here. This isn't even theory. This is reality. You know how many couples are like this? 
You know how many married couples are like this? Almost not all of them. Almost all. In fact, oh, another piece of proof here. Another piece of proof. I'm, I'm here to give you the proof here. Not the doom and gloom. Watch this. Um, let me see if I can put this up right here. This just came out because of the current recession. Current, current marketplace, current economy. See if I can pull this up. Um, I, didn't, I wasn't prepared to show you right here. This came out November 2023, last month. Look, you think I'm doom and gloom? Look, look, check this out. Divorced couples stuck living together after they can't afford to move. I just, uh, guys, this is November 2023, November 30th, 2023, Newsweek magazine. That I just painted this picture. I just painted this picture. This is exactly what I just said. They can't afford to file. They can't afford to live separately. They can't afford to move out. They can't afford to, the, the man can't afford to pay for two households, meaning that he's got to pay his rent and then he's got to pay for child support on the other side or part of the mortgage. There it is right there. This is a nightmare. This is the new reality for people. So divorce people, people that's like, I'm going to go live my best life in 2024. A lot of people can't. I'll read the data. It says right here, a growing number of divorced couples are still living together to save money on housing, but psychologists are warning of the potential dangers of this situation. They talked about inflation, and it says the unique combination of economic factors is forcing many divorced couples to choose an unorthodox living situation at home with their ex-spouse. All right, this says right here, she was one of, this Nico uh, was one of many in this situation when she decided to stay with her ex-spouse during the divorce process. <laughs> yeah, Ninja, please. Brothers, uh, there's going to be a lot of Dateline stories. There's going to be a lot of Dateline stories with these predicaments. By the way, I told you this from my own knowledge and experience because I'm in the field here. I know this. I talk to many people. I've been through this. I've been through this for 10 years. I know this. Some people don't know this. People think I'm being just evil out here with this message. And then they get in these situations. And like, what do I do now? I'm like, man, you guys are trapping yourself in these situations. It's so odd. And you live, your neighbors are in this situation, fam. <laughs> you think they're married. They ain't married. They've been broke up. They've been broke up for five years. But they can't move. <laughs> All right, man. Protect yourselves out here. Let's get to Ebony K. Williams. Ebony K. Williams. Um, another situation here. Ebony K. Williams has hit the wall, bro. Ebony K. Williams has hit the wall. Now, the wall is not a physical thing. It's a biological and mental thing. This is an example of a woman that has hit the wall. She says, do rich men date broke women for control? Okay. So the wall part that she's hit is that she now believes she's wealthy and has degrees and are the smart. But she's finding that the men in her age group or men that she would target are no longer checking for her. So now she's got to come up with a reason as to why, they're, why a rich man would date a waitress or a rich man would date a young woman. Why they're not dating women in their 40s. I think she's slightly younger than me, 42, 44. And her arrogance is that she doesn't realize that men are built a different way. Okay, men really ain't into this boss babe shit like you would think. 
Some men are not. Most men are not. Most men are not intimidated by it. It's actually a turnoff. It doesn't make our dick hard. All right. It doesn't make our dick hard at the end of the day. That's nice. But I got to have something nice and firm and, and, and supple to bang on. I don't need no mouthy chick talking about you can't control me. All right, here we go. Ebony K. Williams hits the wall. I'm with you. Hold on. <laughs> I got I got no I got no arm in the race. I don't think I don't think I don't think that that's that's a fair way to to, to characterize the situation. All right, let me refresh the screen because I came in mid mid clip here. Uh, let's get her where she's yapping. All right, there she is, right there. Ebony K. Yapping to a lot of these, like you guys, and a lot of wealthy men and men in that 1% and up, because we know it's levels, uh, you know, they're not partnering with those women. And if they are, and some of them are, right? Because I hear that all the time. Well, he dates girls that wait tables and do this. There's a why there, okay? And I'm not judging, because again, that's a man who said, I went to law school, I went and got my MBA, I did these things so I could earn 700,000, 1.2 million, 3 million a year. So I can be in exclusive full control. And she's going to go on vacation. Where the fuck I tell her we're going on vacation? Pack the bag. Well, I'll think, I'll, I'll think, let, let me interject. <laughs> Ebony, part thing, man. You know, I feel bad. You know what I mean? I feel bad because she's going through the wall, mental wall. And she's battling this. And a lot of women do go through this. And they don't want to understand because they don't want to listen. They only want to see it from their perspective. They never want to see it from the man's perspective. So the man will make a decision and they'll call him all kind of weak and he intimidated and he like he a metaphile and he he just want to control and he groom. They're going to come up with all of this shaming language and shit like this. When the reality is men and older women and older men and older women have never really been a thing. They grew together, but starting off is not a thing. Meaning that she's 44, he's 44, he's set, he went to law school, he spent 20 years watching her on the cock carousel and get married and divorced and engaged and unengaged, live her best life, and then say, let's partner together. That's not going to happen. In fact, the men that are available now have probably already been married and divorced. Last thing they want to do is leave a mouthy woman in one marriage and go through a mouthy woman in another marriage. He's going to choose opposite and let these ninjas cook real quick shout out to these brothers here earn your leisure and and a guy named ian dunlap here we go i mean just, I, 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 I don't troy i'm with you Hold on. I, got, I got no i got no arm in the race i don't think i don't think i don't think that that's that's a fair way to to, to characterize the situation because it's it's it's, it's not so much of saying you're going on vacation wherever I tell you to go on vacation. I think a, a man's role traditionally has always been to provide. As a provider and and as somebody um, who is a protector, I think that it's actually, you know, beneficial for both parties if somebody was like, okay, like, you know, this is what we're doing. If you start talking to a lot of these, like you guys, and a lot of wealthy men and men in that 1% and See, it's, it's tough for her for her to target who she wants now. This, maybe 10 years ago. It would have been a little easier. Maybe 15 years ago, certainly, it would have been easier. But she's having a trouble, a struggle. And she's actually trying to go out here and spend another man's money. And then target a man and say, this is how you should spend it. And then I, you should spend it on a woman like me. Right? Listen, she's marketable for a select group of men. I certainly will lay her over my couch if I would get a chance. I certainly would do that, and that would be the limit. I would tell her that up front, and if she would decline the offer, that would be it. I would not try to twist her arm. That would be it. There would be nothing further that I would need from her. 
nor her finances are not going to entice me either. So there's that. I wanted to put that out there because a lot of guys will say she's still good looking and blah, blah, blah. We're not talking about that. She's hitting a mental wall. So the wall is not physical anymore because women can hide it through surgeries and preserve themselves and work out and, you know, Botox and all of this stuff. They can get surgery. So they don't necessarily hit the physical wall like they once did. So education can prop them up. Their income can prop them up. They also can be propped up by the miracles of modern science and makeup and draw on their face. Now, what's happening is, though, still, we're still animals on the inside. We're still human beings. We still have biological nature. We still have years and years of coded and programmed DNA and nature uh, uh, things and needs that we have. And she just wants to trumpet with this modern-day pseudo uh, men should do this and men should look for when in reality, somebody said a zaddy agate. When in reality, what she wants is opposed to nature. It's opposed to everything we've been programmed for biologically and evolutionary. It's opposed to just about every rule of reality. It's opposed to everything. But of course, they can't see it. All right. They want us to just drink the Kool-Aid. All right. Th- let me see. I do have another clip here. Let me see here. Oh, we're getting closer and closer to the main event. The next segment is women giving the advice for men. Let's see if you can pick up on it, but let's get to the contributions to today's show. Appreciate y'all for being here. Hit the, hit the like button. Hit the like button. All right, let's catch up on those, and then we have women giving great relationship advice. How about that? How about that? Great relationship advice. Uh, shout out to MC Hamster says, Coach, hop on pop on your reading list. <laughs> All right, let me, why do y'all do this to me, man? JG says CGA is simply the best. Stay strong, CGA, and thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for digesting this very, very difficult message here, but I'm taking on the task. All right, Cali West Miami, but Coach, member uh, Asian Doll flirted with Fresh and Fit. Oh, I do. Re- wow, that was the woman that had the guy that was going to bring the jammy, I think. He says uh, she tried to level up, but Fit doesn't understand the flirting technique of the straggle. Yes, I believe I do remember that situation. So that's Asian Doll, reminder. Yes, so Myron did get into it with Asian Doll, and I called it flirting. All right, but then Myron, you know, Myron's a logical, pragmatic guy. He's not very great area or flexible. He's similar to me. I'm pretty much straightforward. I'm a bull. I'm like, you know, I don't have much gray area in time for this shit. You want to play games? <laughs> All right. But a black woman inability to flirt often comes off as kind of like uh, chipping away at your your ego or chipping away at your trying to use humor. You know, black women can't flirt very well. I always try to teach black women to flirt. Um, but Asian doll was flirting, and then it, Myron got a little bit more logical and pragmatic with her, and it didn't work. And then it ended up being the cluster F. I remember that. I broke it down. Shout out to the Fresh and Fit uh, team over there. V Mad says, Coach. Nicodemus Adams, he says, it'll catch on. Trust me, Ben Ninja watching on replay. He says, still got some of your classics in the chamber. Appreciate your work as always. Keep exposing the mama's love spirit. He says, be still daily. Be well. Shout out to you, V-Mad. All right, JC says, does smashing equal date or do you have to go out, etc.? That's a good question. That's a good question because when women say they've dated 10 men, the question is, what is dating? 
Like, what is dating? Like, what are we talking about? I went on 10 dates. She said I went on 10 dates. She went on 10 dates with 10 different men. Is, are, we, are we talking about, like, is that a sexual date? Did it end in sex? This is what people, this is what men would like to know. And you would like to know that. Like, um, does it mean, I, I distinguish dating and mating as two different things, right? Some men want to date and mate. Some men just want to mate. Some men think they're uh, dating, but they're just mating, right? And mating doesn't mean really producing a child. It kind of means that, but we call it the practice of producing children, okay? All right, we have birth control and condoms and all of this shit. We're simulating the production of children. That would be mating, where you do the mating ritual. You know what time it is. You're just trying to hook up and bust a nut. Then you move on, and it's not really dating. In fact, dating is not really dating either. All right, taking a strange person to a restaurant is prostitution. So let's get that straight. And it was distinguished as prostitution when dating evolved into dating strange women and treating them to meals and gifts and cash. That would be prostitution. So a date is really a misconception of traditional dating. There's a misconception. I've done several episodes of that. Uh, but uh, men are starting to interpret even the dating prospect of taking a strange woman out to entertain them as prostitution. It, 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 that's what it boils down to. That's what it boils down. And it has nothing to do with traditional dating. Traditional dating doesn't exist in that mindset. I've done several videos on this. You can argue it, but it's falling on deaf ears over here. All right, shout out to K-Frame Classic says um, they want sponsorship for existing facts. They want sponsorships for existing. Um, this is what we call entitlement. Entitlement. And the sense is that women say and they grow up like, oh, I'm a woman. You need me for your pleasures. Thus, I exist. Thus, you need to do these things. Right? And they come up with a list of things, and they push this out, and they try to find a guy that will accept her list of demands as she holds her punani hostage. You want this? You want this? <laughs> you like it? You want it? Yep, yep. All right? What people really need is co courting, but people don't understand courtship, in fact, Every step of the dating process is anti-courtship. Anti-courtship. And a lot of things that women put in as safeguards actually um, prevent the extension of the possible relationship. This is just me explaining this. This is how I would explain it to the women in my family. For instance, a good courting process, courting, you want a possible potential mate, you would do it through your social circle or your family. Your family would be a part of the vetting process if you were intentionally trying to find a mate. By eliminating the family or your social circle from the dating process from the beginning, you've eliminated any possible courtship. You have eliminated any possible investigating the potential man that's coming in and his intentions. You also eliminate it by not allowing me or the male to pick you up and Pick, you know, deliver like Cinderella. The chariot pulls up in front of the house. He knocks on the door, talks to the father, the brother, the whoever it is, your roommate. The roommate can get a second look and go, oh, he looked like a serial killer. Don't go. Okay, what's your true intentions before you take my daughter out, right? No, I'm taking this old bat out that has a townhouse that she hasn't paid for her mortgage behind six months. But she wants to meet me there. No, I'll meet you there. You've just taken out courtship. You've taken out the possibility of your prospects of your parents or somebody 
doing an investigation on the person. Let me look into his eyes. Right? I'll just meet you there. Okay, or, and then when you get there, you're waiting for her. Five minutes, ten minutes. Now people are all messed up because, oh, I didn't know here. I met on this side. I'm late. I'm running late. This is not dating. This is not courtship. Now, the reason why she's doing that is because she doesn't want you to know where she lives. That's a safeguard. So I can understand why a woman doesn't want some strange guy to just show up and give, and give, her, give, give him your, her address and you pull up. Because obviously, if you don't fit the bill, if it goes wrong, you know where she lives and that could be disastrous. But here's the reality of it is because we have this reality now, you can forget courtship when you start the shit off like a prostitute. Meet me on the corner here. I'll meet you on the corner of what? Jefferson and uh, Marshall. Prostitute. <laughs> and then I'm going to uh, take you to a, uh, you a stranger. I'm going to take you to a place where we're not going to have a conversation that will not be interrupted more than 15 times. Then we'll be eating so we can't talk. Then she'll leave after I pay 150 bucks. This is called prostitution. That has nothing to do with finding a mate or date. So if our intentions are to get a free dinner, might as well go ahead and pay for the entire evening, the hotel room, the Momo, and all of that stuff. Give up the cheeks. The reality is, if I meet you on the streets, you from the streets. And to me, somebody said that's her first sign of dishonesty. In fact, if a woman says, this, this, listen, if I invite a woman out to eat, that's one thing. But if women believe they're supposed to just have this mystery date where she shows up, get the dinner, she pats you on the head, maybe I'll see you again. She drives off, like the woman said, I went on eight dinner dates, nothing happened. <laughs> right? This is prostitution, guys. There's no other way to look at it. I know you want to look at it. This, how do you find a mate? How did the hell you find a mate? By doing this type of activity for an hour and a half. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You guys are stupid. This is stupid. This is dumb. And if she believes she's going to find a mate this way, she's a moron. She's a plain moron. Now, again, I have these solutions. I've been doing this for a long time. If what you want is a mate, you need to go about the courting process. You need to allow courtship to happen. means stop dating strange niggas. All right? And so you're saying, well, how am I supposed to have somebody that I can trust to pull up at my house? That's what a social circle is for. That's what a church is for. That's what not acting like a whore and a skeezer and then jump under the dating app is for. Think about it. That's what not working your degree and now you're 28 and you don't want a nigga to pull up to your house because you leave alone. All right, so he don't jump in your window after the date. That's why you do it when you have a father that can act as a secondary to vet out your mates. I got the answers. Stop being stupid out here. But if what, you, what, ho, what women want to do is be hoes. That's what they want to do. And then turn that shit in for a sucker. That's what it is. That's the bottom line. They want to be hoes long enough to put the hoe in a way, find a sucker, and then get ninjas for free meals for as long as they can. Man, shut up with this bullshit, man. I ain't got no time for these people. Go get a social circle. Go to church. Be a good woman. Date. Select your mate while you're young. And people can back up. And, and vet your mates if you really, really wanted to find a mate. If you're older than 28, likelihood of you finding a real conscious mate is slim to none and slim just died. Now, some women will. Most women won't. Some women will. 
Most women will want. Consider the women who do as they hit the lottery. Because people are going to say, I know a woman and I know a woman. Consider those people, people who hit the lottery. Not the norm. They are the exception to the rule. They prove the rule that exists. Most of y'all, it's curtains time. Enjoy being single and a skeezer. And enjoy me coming in here to throttle that neck. (laughs) All right, that's what, guys, that's the reality of it. There's nothing more that needs to be, well, there's a lot more that needs to be added. But stop fooling yourself. Stop fooling yourself. You're engaging in the art or act of prostitution from the rip. All you're going to get is Johns and tricks. And if you think you're going to get something else, I don't know what you, I don't know what to tell you. You want to hit the lottery at that point and get a father, or you can get me as a daddy. daddy. One of the two. Cause I'm daddy out here. Okay. Daddy. (laughs) What you want? And men, I got smoke for you too later on. So, you ain't, you ain't out of this, JC says. So they want, and listen, brother, JC, what, what are you doing to me, bro? What are you doing? JC says something, they want 250K just to have her baby with you. And he says, and what do we get when the wig and makeup comes off? He says, Dennis Rodman and Larry Bird, no thank you, indeed. Shout out to the regular dude. My ex used to say she was broke. And he says, that bitch will have like, uh, thousands of dollars left from her check and asked me for money. So that's an example, guys. That actually does happen out here. Uh, women will say they don't have money. They're lying. We're going to get to women lying here towards the end of the show. Women do have money. They don't have money they want to spend on them. All right, I knew, a, I knew a young lady, a Middle Eastern lady. If you know Middle Eastern women, they have access to money. All right, they have family businesses and shit that they work on. All right, this, this woman... For a long time, for as long as I knew her, she's a cheapskate, all right? But she always had money for plastic surgery and nose jobs and shit like this. Wonderful lady, by the way. Um, met her when she was young, and yeah, you know. You know how it goes. So um, actually kept a good friendship with her um, because I had been examined her effects for a long time so I can maintain a friendship without having to do that anymore. Long story short, she told me for a long time she didn't have money. Now, I knew she was lying, but she would always talk about being broke. Then one day, she calls me up, and she said, guess what? I said, what? She says, I bought a house. I was like, I said, what? She says, I bought a house. I want you to come see it. (laughs) I never went to go see it, but she gave me pictures. She sent me pictures. Pool in the background. Big ass house and shit like this, manicure law. I was like, what? Now, or you gotta remember, I had known her for seven years before that. I had never known her to have long dough. But what she was doing was she was just socking away money. She was just socking away money and being frugal, cheap. You know, she would pay for her titties and pay for her 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 augmentations, and she'd have get a car. And she had a roommate. I think she had a roommate or at for a little bit. Then she bought a house. I was like, yo. It's like, how you buy a house? I was like, you always tell me you ain't got no money. You always, you know, but that's, that's kind of how they work. Again, when a woman says she has no money, I don't never believe them. They got some somewhere. 
They don't want to spend theirs. They want to spend your money. Remember, your money is, uh, sorry, her money is her money. Your money is your, or uh, their money. Okay? What's hers is yours. What's yours is, wait, what's yours is hers. What's, wait, what's yours is yours. What's hers is yours. Yours is hers. I messed it all up, and I used to talk about this all the time. But um, anyway, what's hers is hers. What's yours is hers. What's hers is hers. What's yours is hers. So um, that's, that's the statement I'm going to make. What's yours is hers. What's hers is hers. What's yours is hers. So that's kind of how they look at money. Not all of them, but that's how they do it. All right, shout out to the face fact says, if it's her child, then why do I got to pay the bill? You guys are putting too many typos in here. <laughs> I think it says, why do I get the bill? Maybe it's not a typo. If it's her child, then why do I get the bill? Exactly. What's hers is hers. What's yours is hers. What's hers is hers. What's yours is hers. That's what it is. Anyway. So it's her child, but you pay the bill. You don't get to see your child, but you have to pay child support to support. Guys, when you, when you look at how women do, this is how they think. You better understand it fast. <laughs> you better understand it. Can you find a woman that doesn't think like this? It's hard. It's going to be hard. They all naturally going to think like this. So she has a, you have a child together. You're responsible for the child. You have to pay for all this shit. But at the end of the day, that's her baby. But she's goofy. She's goofy for thinking this. I gave her that baby. In fact, if we went to a courthouse, they would tell you such. That's your baby. You were responsible for nutting in her. You put that baby in her. It's funny that when we go to court or the court of public opinion, everybody tells me that that's my baby. As soon as we get out of that, it's her baby. <laughs> no, this is mine. You can't tell me what to do. Get away from my baby. Stay away. Do what you're supposed to do. Pay up. Like, it's a, it's a cruel world, but listen, we can't change it. We're never going to change that. McGinnis says, CGA, would a man still pay child support if he still lives at the same house after the divorce? The answer is yes. In theory, he would be around the kid the same amount. I wonder what the logic would be. He would still get on child support. All right. Child support, really, like, unless the, the only thing that they would say, he would have to prove that he has equal access to the kids. But, of course, if they went through the divorce, they would have a parenting schedule that would look like 50% hers, 50% yours. But I guarantee you, she will put that ninja on child support with the swiftness. I've seen cases like that. That's not always, though. I've seen cases where people still live together and they own child, he on child support. In fact, let's, let's put it like this. Let's put it like this. Let me show you. Um, if let's put it like this, a guy, a, a, a relationship will end. They'll split up. They'll go through the course of the divorce or the split and the child support will be established. Then as women do, they double dip. Once the support order is established and time has gone on and she's rolling the cock carousel, they may get back together. When they get back together, the man might believe that he's going to be taken off a of child support, right? We're back together. We live together. We're a family again. And he may say, hey, why don't you take me off child support because I moved back in. There's a 9 out of 10 chance that she will not take him off child support. Mm. 
Who believes that? There's a nine out of ten chance. There's a small chance that she will. Most likely, she will not take them off child support. And they live together. They're back together as a couple. But what she's doing is double dipping. This would be unfair use of the child support system, meaning that you guys are back together. He's now has the income because now you're doing 50-50 split. I'm presuming of the expenses. These expenses would have been what child support had paid for, right? But now that's an example of what your question is. Logically, it would make sense that there would be no qualification for child support. But in that situation, she would not take them off. And then say, you need to do this and do that. And I can't take you off. And I got, I'm telling you, man, I'm here for your answers. Not a lot of people know this shit. <laughs> Not a lot of people know this. Shout out to the Dark Saga. What's up, coach? I'm currently at my HVAC job working on some equipment at the local tennis club. All the Rutgers University flatbacks are here for practice. I'm starving, coach. Send help. <laughs> Oh, wee! I love me some tennis flatbacks. I'm going to tell you that right now. All right. Boy, I tell you. Let me see, boy. This brother out here at the country club, and he got a whole bunch of tennis flatbacks and Millie Mouth Muskrats and all of that stuff. Master Splendors, that brother out there starving. That's just a sample. Yeah, all right, Dan, right. they tennis skirts with their long legs greased up. And he out there. Yeah, that All right, showing teeth. He out there. All right, he out there showing teeth. <laughs> All right, and the women, and the and the mother, the the tennis uh, milfs be out there too. The tennis milfs be out there. This ninja out there, boy, Lord, Lord, Lord. All right, let me show you what he looking at right here. Hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull up a picture of what the ninja looking at. All right, the ninja out there doing his HVAC job, and he out there looking at Anna Kornikova's walking around there and with, with, with long ponytail, braided ponytails, and sweating and titties bobbing, and yeah. <laughs> he at the country club out there. He don't know what to do. That brother's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> mm-hmm. He in heaven. All right, they out there. <laughs> Don't be mad at me. It's a new day out there. All right, what are we doing here? He looking at a Kornikovas and a Brosimovas out there. Shout out to him. We got two here on the pay pizzle. Uh, We got our brother here. No government name says women mainly lie for survival and to protect their image of being innocent. You got two of the, you got two of them, right? There's some more. He says they don't want to be viewed as three or fours and being innocent makes women look like angels. And that makes them believable no matter what they say. They weaponize innocence to manipulate and get their way. And also, you forgot one more thing because we're going to talk about this next. Got one more important thing. One more important thing, sir. Is that not only is it for survival and to make themselves image look good, it is to be able to find another suitable mate. Now you can find another suitable mate if you enter into your next mate as a victim. Okay, this is why that guy said, man, this script is cooked where women is already the victim and abusive and years of abuse. So men are going, what's going on here? This doesn't make sense that every woman has this damsel in distress. Well, let's just say, let's just say a woman comes to you and says, you know what? In my last relationship, I cheated because this is a part of the big why they cheat. I cheated. 
I was no good. I didn't cook or clean. I was arrogant. I manipulated him. I killed his dog. I stole his kids from him. I abused the child support system. If a woman came in there, there's a likelihood that the next man would say, hell no. Now, there is a likelihood that ninjas are still married that woman. Because there are some women who killed their mates and they get married still. Same thing with men. So if a, if a woman came in and said how many negative things they did in their relationship, they lose an opportunity to meet another suitable mate as opposed to the other way. I got to lie and say I was, I was done wrong. He was the a-hole. That way you could say, oh, baby, man, he sure missed out on a good thing. Because me, I would never treat you like that. You see the difference? So that ensures that she still qualifies for a mate. Now, remember, these things are doing, done consciously, manipulatively, and, and subconsciously. It is done because we allow it to be done, which is another reason why women lie. We'll get to it next. Because we allow it to be done. Um, we allow women to continue these narratives without questioning or investigating or being inquisitive. You're like, yeah, like, well, I won't press because she's traumatized from this. So now she can move on to another potential mate. And you might think, boy, I'm getting a diamond in the rough. I'm getting a good thing. And that guy missed out. Somewhere in America, someone has your ex and he think he won. See, this is the thing. Somewhere in America, somewhere in the world today, someone is dating your ex and they think they getting a deal. <laughs> right think about that for everything you know about her you're like Shoosh. you would never again take that deal you would never again if she came back you'd be like hell no but somewhere there's a man lying in the bed thinking he came up and he got a deal it's the reality so anyway no government name says you are the raw truth coach please don't change up your message or abandon philosophies to appeal to normies you owe no one any explanation. If they don't like what you say, they can leave, and that's a fact. All right, I don't, I'm not here to try to get mass appeal. But the masses will have to acknowledge me. Yes, because we the ones over here. They have to acknowledge my message. You cannot, you cannot jump past CGA in this space. You cannot jump past what I present to you because I present too much proof and evidence, all right? articles, studies, women's voices, own voices. I let their own words eat them up. <laughs> All right. Anyway, he said, don't take backs. Eat them up out here. We got a couple more and we're almost done. Shout out to Action Max Auto Repair. Says cavities, uh, fibroids, and bad attitudes. Fellas, get them young, rent, never buy. Shout out to you. But yes, the, um, um, there was a woman actually was going to play a video of a, an older woman talking about what older women go through. And when she when I when I, when I say older, she was talking about mid forties to mid fifties. All right, and um, got guys, this these are the things you don't know. Uh, I know it because I'm in this age group. All right, even men my age have health issues. But what the point I'm making is, a lot of you don't know is you're inheriting that. So if you pick her up at forty two. She got a short shelf life. The email that my mom. Let me see here. Her shelf life is short. <laughs> she about to go down to the breakdown. Break, breakdown. Steady breaking me on down. She going to break down. 
early. Let me see if I can find a video. Maybe I didn't. Uh, maybe I deleted it. I'm looking for the video. But she gonna break down. She gonna start breaking down. She gonna start her her. She gonna her back gonna hurt. She gonna start having back pain and and she gonna get the gout. Uh, her bunions gonna act up. She gonna start early premenopausal. Uh, she gonna start getting hot flashes and dry coochie and and uh uh uh. <laughs> she gonna be at the hospital getting checks and her iron gonna be low. Her kidney gonna start to fail. Her liver gonna start to fail from all that bullshit. All right, she can't work long hours. She can't sit long. She go, she going to put that wrist guard on. She like I need to wear this wrist guard around. She going to put a knee wrap. She going to put a knee wrap on. She going you she going to hop into bed with that knee wrap or a wrap around her foot. Scoliosis going to act up. Diabetes. <laughs> right? Uh T minus 3 years. It's going to be all good and gravy and then 3 years down the line she going to have resting leg syndrome, all right? Her mental health going to decline. <laughs> Arthritis. Osteoporosis. Iron deficiency. I'm telling you, bro. I lived it. I know it. I, bro, you ain't fooling me. Ladies, older ladies, you ain't fooling me. Coach, she's still sexy. Constipation. She going to be out here, can't take a shit. She can't go to sleep. <laughs> Wine. Xanax, sleeping pills, adult children moving back in. Bruh, please, hell no. I'm going to be at, find me at the junior college. Her mouth can't get moist. <laughs> now, a lot of people think, I'm trying to warn you. This is what he got, alopecia. Yep, I'm t- bruh. Is it's a it's a whole and everybody do even men we're gonna get these things too, but that's what you bought, that's what you bought, that's what you bought into, bro. And she ain't gonna tell you none of that. She gonna say I got in a car accident. She gonna say I got a concussion, uh, twelve weeks ago, twelve months ago. All right, she got a concussion, so she can't sit in the highlight bright lights. I got in a car accident twelve years ago, and it still got I'm still concussed. She got to go sit in the uh. Uh, one of them chambers that Michael Jackson get in. All right. She got to go to therapy and sit in a hyperbaric chamber to help her concussion from an accident 12 months ago, 12 years ago. Bro. <laughs> Sleep happy, deal, pap. Bro. That's just the beginning. <laughs> That's just the beginning. And I'm help. I'm looking out for your. I'm looking out for you. She'll have migraines. I get migraines. I gotta get Botox. My migraines. Migraines. You'll be like, why you got a migraine again? I don't know. She didn't tell you that the first two months you were dating her, clapping them dry ass cheeks. She ain't gonna tell you that. All right. But when you, soon as you commit, move her in. Oh, I get my migraines acting up. Varicose <laughs> veins. It's real. They don't. You don't see none of that when they dressed up and they out there looking cute and nice at the wine bar. You don't see none of that. All she did was get her Brazilian blowout. She got a nip and tuck. She got her push up bra. She didn't hold, hit all of that. She gonna hit all of that. Then as soon as you get with them, two, three years down the line, break, break down, steady breaking me on down. 
That's just the beginning of it, bro. No, junior college for me. Junior college. Because now I got to put up with the fact that she can't give me no booty because she got migraines. Yep, therapy, therapy. I've been in counseling for 12 years. Mm. (laughs) Like, nah, I'm going to pass. I'm looking at this like. Yeah, no, thank you. No, thank you, ma'am. Good luck. I'll see you casually and occasionally. Shout out to the Crypto Keeper question, Coach. I was on SA, saw a woman one have been talking to in person. You saw a woman that you've been talking to in person, but did not know she was on SA. She's been trying to get at me, but now I know it could be an arrangement. Thoughts. Always protect the dark side as much as you possibly can. Um, if you want to bring it up to her, you can bring it up to her. But guys, that's an example. We give men examples of that. That can happen, right? They're on a dating app, but they're also at the junior college. They play both sides. It it happens. So they have one strategy for ju- for the dating app, one strategy for the JUCO, one strategy to try to get a marriage. Women live on a spectrum, <laughs> right? Women live on a spectrum. Uh, one of the things that men struggle with is that they believe women are one-dimensional. And this is something that I even tell you, this will improve your relationships with women when you accept that they're human beings. They're not robots. They're not one-dimensional. Okay, we treat women one-dimensionally. We say, these women, good. These women, bad. And it's not true. And this is what forced women to lie to you. This is, we're getting down to the crux of the problem here. This is what forces them to lie. Why did I title it? Why women must lie? Because you're forcing them to lie. You're forcing them to lie. You're thinking women are one-dimensionally, and women sometimes present as one-dimensionally. Oh, I'm one of the good ones, and I do this and that, and they give you the script, and they give you the script of a damsel in distress, and they give you reasons why they're the good one. I'm the good one. I'm not like those other ones, and I don't do those whore shits. But they live on a spectrum. Okay, if you haven't seen my, um, if you haven't seen my video on this, is that women live, every, everything you think is possible that a woman can do, There's not one woman that hasn't done many of those things that you would think would be evil, right? That would classify her as whatever we would call them in terms of names. What we say is, I'll get one of the good ones. You got the bad ones, coach. Or you'll say, not all women are like that. And then I say, right now. But she was over here. Now she's over here. Remember, there's several other women that say right here. And but but what we'll say is to try to validate or justify it in our mind. Well, I just won't get her or women like her that have tattoos and shit like this. But then you find out, oh, they can look like this and be skeezers and hoes too. They can have gone through a whole phase too. How, how long you were a hoe back in the days? How long haven't you been a hoe for? For a, for a little minute. Full of minute. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. See, what we do is we say the good girls dress like this, the bad girls dress like that. That's one-dimensional thinking. We got to under acknowledge the spectrum. The spectrum is that a woman lives and is plotted on a certain color of the spectrum at any point of their lives. Does this make them a bad woman? No. Does this make them a good woman? No. You just got to acknowledge the spectrum. There's no one-dimensional good or bad woman. Let me see if I can show you this. Wait a minute. Log in. Hold on for a second. They want me to log in. I want an image. This is why I teach this right here. So here, 
here's a plot line of what a spectrum looks like for the people who don't know what spectrum is. Okay. Let's get to the main event here. And then I got a little bit more left on this show. Uh, let's see here. It says why women must lie. All right. So this is the spectrum. All right. What you think is, let me teach here. Let me see here. What you think is. What men think is because we're pragmatic, we're logical. We think we, we think we dice up women like this, <laughs> right? This is how we dice up women. All right. So in the, in the, in the dark green right here, this teal, that's the hoes and the skeezers, All right? That's the hoes and the skeezers. They started off as, as hoes. They ended as hoes. Then there's a, the green, I'm sorry, the, the dark yellow, which would be orange for women. Right? I only know five colors. All right, the dark yellow or the orange, these are the reform skeezers. The skeezers that are now wives or vice versa, the wives that became skeezers. Right here in the light yellow or the real actual yellow, uh, these women are the church girls. All right, these are the good girls. Over here, the, uh, the prostitutes. The green is the prostitutes, the women who've been selling pussy for their life. Okay, this is what you think women are. This is how you do it right here. But I tell you, no, this is shallow, short-minded thinking. This is not how women work, okay? What women work, this is how women work right here. They're on this line. They're plotted over here. They're all mixed in together. There's just a shadow over here, a shadow over there. And guys, ladies, yes, men work like this as well, right? So now... In one day, she on the orange. One day, she on the yellow. One year, she in the purple. She down bad. And then one day, she flipped all the way back to the red. On any day of any week, of any month, of any year, of any decade, she can be on the plot line. Not only that, for one man, she can be in the yellow. For another man, she's in the blue. For another man, she's in the green. Do you understand? Do you understand? That is the spectrum. So you want to dice them up where ninjas is like, well, you deal with uh, prostitutes. And I say, you do too. You just don't know it. So you all dealing with them. This is why I say all men pay. You're dealing with one. She just hasn't showed you that side. She showed you a side that exactly works best for you, the way she presents it to you. There's women that are doing it, and you think she works as a hostess at a restaurant. You have no idea. And I had her. She's a hostess to you at a restaurant. You, she's your coworker. I had her doing monkey double backflips. You see what I mean? You, you, ha- you had her as your wife. Another man had her as a barmaid and getting her tonsils buttered. Same woman, same day. Now, I give them this leeway so then I can understand them better. So if she does present to me, hey, I'm one of the good ones. You're one of the good ones to me. Who are you to someone else? Ex-wives. On, on, for ex-wives, for one man, an ex-wife, she's in the, the blue, the teal, right? You're like, my ex-wife, crazy. Ex-wives are crazy. But for another man, an ex-wife is a good girl. He's in, she's in the yellow. You see what I mean? They're not one dimensional. 
But XYs are all on the plotted line. They could be plotted for 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 me. She could be in the red, evil, bad, avoid. For another man, she's in the green. Same day. <laughs> do you see what I'm saying? Now, do you see what I am saying? Now, the reason why I acknowledge this, this allows me to have better relationships with women. I'm not going to believe the bullshit, right? I'm going to be like, listen, let's cut to the chase. Let's cut to the chase. You're somewhere on this spectrum. Now, this is how I would want you to present. Are you willing to present this way? If not, then however you're ready to present, I can either accept you as that or not. But I know you move around this. You move around this spectrum. You move around this spectrum. Don't, don't try to fool me. You're not, we're not pie charting women. And I convince men to not pie chart women. Don't pie chart them. Don't say these are the good ones or the bad ones. You're going to get disappointed and tricked. All right, because I've seen some women that I know are bad, and then they go out there, and you just think they're angels. And I'd be like, woo. Matter of fact, there was a funny Passport Bro video of this being happening. I can't remember the brother's name, but he's a guy that's kind of seems like he's in Thailand. He, I think he's a truck driver. I like his videos. Um, but he kind of seems like he's the the opposite message for the passport, bro, even though he's in Thailand, but he kind of gives the bite back of what, what's happening in reality because he's there. But I kind of think he's mixed in with the group. Well, he was kind of doing a video on this the other day where he was saying, this guy was a passport, bro. He was treating her like a girlfriend, but she was a freelancer to everyone else. See, th this is an example. So this is a guy that went all the way over there. He thinks he has a girlfriend. And he's treating her like a girlfriend, but the guy was over there long enough to recognize her and say, oh, no, she a freelancer. You see, that's an example of the spectrum. Yeah, travel time with Paul. Go subscribe to him. Travel time with Paul. I like, I like his videos. And he says, peace leave, so I know he coach game. So um, in this situation here, this can happen. That's an example of the spectrum. She's presenting to you this way, but now a lot of people know her as otherwise. All right, and so that, that's an example of, hey, man, and, and when you learn that, when you learn that, then you can accept it as it is, and then you can figure out why women lie. And I'm going to tell you right here. I'm going to tell you right here. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. The, the reasons why women lie, and I'm going I'm to tell you the real reason right here. So number one, we've already determined for security, right? We, we know this. Um, and I'll show you the data as well uh, for security. So in order to secure another mate, in order to protect themselves, in order to get out of danger, a woman lying can get her out of danger. I really love you, honey. I really love you. I really do. Okay, honey. All right. And he was going to rage on her. He calmed, she calmed him down. There have been women that have been in very curious situations and they said, hey, my kids are at home and I don't want to lose them and, and I'll read the Bible with you. And they've got out of, they got out alive. This lie has preserved them. They cannot physically battle out of it, so they got to per persuade. My kids are at home. I don't want to leave them. I love them. They don't have kids. They got out of the situation. So it's a survival mechanism. Also, it allows them to get another mate, even though that they were evil to another mate. All right, men that are evil to other mates, um, we could possibly still get another mate, but they'll tell everybody that we were evil to them, even if we weren't. So it makes us difficult, right? And then we say, no, she lying. Oh, you just bitter and hurt. So it makes us difficult to get another mate, and it gives them another mate. All right, the next one here, uh, why women lie, it says, um, 
Um, they never really get severely punished for it at an early age. So um, this is why they can continue to do it. Uh, as a young girl, they'll lie. Dad won't come down on them. Mom won't come down on them as hard. You lie, you get in your ass whooped. All right, with a belt, a wet leather belt. And uh, when they see they can get away with this, this is something that um, they continue to do because it gets them out of their own accountability and trouble. So these are all common things, right? They rarely, rarely get punished for lying. In fact, if you look up jail sentences for common crimes and you look at what men get and women get, women get less jail time. In fact, there's some jails, there's some conventional wisdom to say we can't put women in jail because we end bloodlines. We end families. These are future grandmothers. These are future mothers. These are, we can't put these women in jail. If they have kids and they're a single mother, can't put them in jail. All right, so can't put them in jail for a lengthy amount of time. We got to have her be a mother. So in essence, do they get the true accountability for lying? No, nah, not really. Um, it says right here. Um, uh, another reason why they lie is or that we accept their lies is because. Because there, she could be telling the truth. <laughs> All right, so let's just say a woman lies nine times. She sells wolf tickets, but then the 10th time she tells the truth. Well, we got to believe nine lies and the truth. We have to because her future bloodline's gone. Uh, that's a potential mother gone, potential grandmother, potential mate, potential sex partner. So uh, in essence, it's safeguarding. It's saying let's believe her nine lies because she might tell the truth at some particular point. She might be in danger this time. Uh, the woman in uh, Alabama. With the midget child, the orange-haired man in the middle of the night on freeway, high-traffic freeway, a total BS story, people fell for it. And it was obvious that it was a lie. The people who obviously called it out as a lie got persecuted. We got roasted, and we had to wait days and weeks. And as the story got more absurd and absurd and absurd, people still doubled down on it and even when they did say oh damn she lying sis i didn't know well they never apologized to the people who said we called that shit out from the beginning because women lie oh well not all women we're not saying all women women lie nine out of ten times and we'll show it to you we knew it from the beginning we got persecuted <laughs> right and women lie so much they had to come out with a campaign as to hashtag believe all women that's how much we accept women lying have you, had a, have you heard a hashtag, hashtag believe all men? No. We're used to women lying, so now we have to make it so, hey, we have to believe them no matter what. It's safer to believe a lie than to actually persecute a woman for the truth so they get used to it. Next one. Women lie to protect secrets. They lie to protect secrets. So um, protect secrets even if it's a secret that can actually make them prove them that they're the truth. Right? They'll protect, protect bad secrets. Something happened to them. They're like, oh, shit, I can't really say. <laughs> right? They'll protect the secret. So they'll tell somebody else everything's all right. Lie. They'll lie to protect their own secrets to be able to keep an advantage. This is common, especially when you don't get punished for it. You don't fear the consequences of the lie. Okay, but they lie. Now, the next one, and this is the most important thing before we get into the data, and this is going to be a hardcore truth for you, where... I understand why they lie. It is making sense. The more I do content, it makes sense. They lie because the male ego can't accept the truth. 
Yep. Now. That's why they lie. Because if a woman came out and they said what I'm telling you right now, which I tell you the truth about female nature, it is the 100% truth. If women were saying this, God just couldn't handle it. Your head will explode. The male ego cannot accept the true reality of women. You ninjas would go ape shit if a woman told you her real body count. You would call her all kind of names, whores and skeezers. You would persecute her. Ninja would give her the scarlet letter. You would burn her at the stake. You ninjas would go on witch hunts, and you wouldn't even know what to do with yourself. You wouldn't even know what to do with yourself if you realize how many cucumbers she has shoved up. Never mind. You would go ape shit if you realize what her sex toy drawer looks like. You would go ape shit at the amount of one night stands she had. You could not handle. You would go ape at the amount of times she didn't had a train yang on her or train yang. or been offered a train yang. You would go ape shit if you had your wife going to work and she was sexually harassed and or had a work husband and they was kissing in the closet. You ninjas wouldn't know what to do. Now, me, I know what to do. You would go apeshit at the amount of times women have great fantasies and want to be dominated. You will go apeshit if you met a woman and she said, tie me up. Tie me up from the ankles to the wrist. I like to be throttled and spanked. <laughs> and I like you to shove your one in the pink and one in the stink. Invite your friend over and let's have an orgy. You, would go, you couldn't handle it. Trying. <laughs> Most men couldn't handle it, and, and it's indicative. It, the greatest indicator would be social media. Look at what happens when a woman opens up and she says, Train Yang. Look at what women's look at what happens to women when they come out here and honestly tell you about their body count. Look at what happens when a woman comes out here and says, I'm strong, independent, and I don't need no man, and I'm out here, and I got ran through, and now I want a good man. Look at what we do to her. Women pay attention. They like, damn. They like, damn. Ninja, it's consequences out here. If you come out here and tell the truth to these ninjas, they can't handle it. So now, what do you, the next woman do? She learned a lie. I ain't saying shit. How many bodies you got? Mm, three. And she got 170. Y'all ninjas would go on a decapitation spree. You would be at the sorority house closing up shop. You ninjas would be boarding up sorority houses if uh, if you know the truth of women. You ninjas would be out here. <laughs> so I noticed this. I noticed this even in the content that I do where I reveal the truth of women. There's some men who can't handle it. There's some male consecrators. They can't handle it. There's some men that watch me. They can't handle it. But coach, but coach. See, women have learned a long time ago that they will be persecuted. They would have chastity belts placed on them. They will be trapped up into the top floor of a castle. They will have their hair chopped off or dyed blonde or vice versa. They would have so much oppression if you knew how they acted. You guys would go on a oppression spree on women. That's what you would do. So they learn real quick to shut up. Trying. 
I better not say this. Right. So they use social media where they can lob their grenades and hide and look at the comment section and see y'all ninjas losing your losing your minds. You see what I mean? That's the reason why women lie. They must do it because male ego can't handle it. Male male, you ninjas will be depressed. You wouldn't know what to do with your whole life. There's men that hear me say these truths and the women say you telling the truth, CGA. And these men don't know what to do with their whole life. They like, what do I do now? <laughs> and I'm like, I already told you, free agent lifestyle. There's, there's a great life out here to be had. And there's fun times to be had with the fun gals. Let the fun gals be the fun gals. Let them be wives when they want to be wives. All right, let them divide when they want to divide. Ninja, they ain't no different from one to the next. Really, there's not much difference. Ninja, pay, don't pay. Play, we, I don't care what you do. Then they all kind of doing the same thing at a different variety of time. I met you here. I caught you here. That is the reason why women must lie to you men. You can't handle it. You can't handle me telling you it. <laughs> women lie to protect you. Oh, honey, you the best. You the best I ever had. You the biggest. You fit just right. They lying. They are lying. But it is what it is. I accept it. I just go, thank you, baby, and keep finishing the job. Job not done. Let me finish, get this nut, and then afterwards, with my clarity, I can put her back in proper perspective. You the best. I'm the best you ever had, right? It's mine, ain't it? Yes, it's yours, daddy. It's yours and only yours. Damn, daddy. All right, that's all I need to hear at the moment. I need to hear that lie. I needed to hear that lie. Thank you, baby. Damn, daddy. All right, after I'm done, I can go back and process the reality of this. They fake orgasms. They fake sexual performance. They fake you throttling them. You the best. And then you come out here. I'll be laying the wood. Okay. Mm. Now, all right. <laughs> after you're done with them they gotta go to their drawer and finish up mister I've been blowing backs out they gotta finish up with your 15 minute performance job yeah uh huh they gotta go to their drawer and get out bunny ears bullets alright long schlong dongs they gotta finish the job up cause you ain't did what you thought you did don't believe the hype don't believe the hype Anyway, <laughs> all right. Anybody that's been with a, a number of women, this will mess you up. I'm going to tell you something here. This will mess you up. You know what will mess you up? Is you'll be with a woman intimately. She'll go to the bathroom. She'll get dressed. She'll brush her hair. She'll reapply her lipstick. And this is a variety. Well, I don't care if this is your wife, your girlfriend, the girl from your college. She'll walk out there. And she looks like she ain't being touched. And you'll see it. You'll be like, damn. Now watch this. Say she does that and she walks outside and you ain't there. Another man would look at that woman after she has just been defiled in many ways. She has your kids swimming in her guts right now. Or you Rosky ninjas. She has swallowed your seed. 
She has men in her panties right now. She walks outside and another man approaches her. How you doing, ma'am? How you doing, miss? You look like a nice lady. You look like a wonderful lady. And she, oh, I go to church. I'm a Christian. I'm this and I'm wonderful. I'm one of the good ones. I'm not like all. And she got your little dude swimming inside of her gut and her belly right now. And another man is going to approach her and put her on the pie chart. He going to run his Mac. Right? He going to run. He going to be running his game. He going to be putting his Mac down. Meanwhile, she just swallowed your kids. You, that man will be willing to run raw at her right now. Huh? That's how fast. That's how fast she can switch it up. That's how fast another ninja will look at her and not even know she in Starbucks leaking. She left her sugar daddy's house. She left her boyfriend's house. She left the college dorm. She out here at her job. And she ain't cha- she ain't took Nan shower. She ain't gargled Nan mouthwash. He said God knew. <laughs> God knew. Huh? I've seen way too much of that reality. I know way too much of that reality, bro. She could go to a whole nother man's house. Some women do. Matter of fact, matter of fact, in the Kobe Bryant situation, I hate to bring up my brother here, Kobe Bryant. In the Kobe Bryant situation, that's exactly what happened. You think this is a stretch? You think that was just one bad girl? In the Kobe Bryant situation, that's what happened. She had in her panties three Different men's DNA. And she had a boyfriend, which the boyfriend's DNA was not in her panties. And then claimed Kobe Bryant violated her. What? What? Oh, it can be done. And it can be done very easily. It's only 15 minutes in her day. Now, again, not all women will do this. Some women can do it. Some women have done it. Not all women will do it. There's there's women, there's wives. He said, that ain't real. Somebody don't know that ain't real. That's exactly what happened. That's why they dropped the case. That's why she settled. That's why she settled. And if anybody thinks it's not real, I'll pull it up for you. I'll pull it up. But it that's exactly what happened. She had too many men's DNA in her panties when she went in because she said, I got grape. It was like, come in and let's do the check. They did the grape check. They got her panties. They did a DNA test. There's three different men's DNA there. Why? She was like, well, uh, that day I picked some panties out of the dirty clothes. Mm. And so her Kobe Bryant's female attorney was like, we going to bring this up. We got to bring this up at trial. They was like, we'll settle. Mm. Case closed. Case closed. (laughs) He said, pull it up. That's exactly what happened. So in that, and this was just a normal woman that supposedly, I just worked at a hotel and I showed him his room. And all of a sudden he was putting a banana in the tailpipe. (laughs) Let me see here. That's exactly what happened right here. 
Look, I'm here to teach. Remember, I'm not here to argue, but I'll I'll do stuff like this because I've presented this so many times. Believe me, I've presented this so many times. I know you're new. DNA evidence forces prosecutors to drop Kobe Bryant grape case. What? What? Same thing in the Duke lacrosse case. That's what forced the case to go. But y'all got short memories. Y'all got short memories. I got a long memory. I always tell you have a long memory. I remember shit like this because I'd be like, damn. <laughs> okay, right here. It says right here. Let me see if I can pull it up. Let me see if I can pull it up where they dis- uh, dis- describe it. Because it says right here, the prosecutor, uh, let me see right here. DNA test traced hair and semen found in her underwear to someone other than Mr. Bryant, indicating she had more than one sexual partner around the time of the alleged assault. So there's no Kobe DNA. She also had a boyfriend. His DNA wasn't in there, and it was other men's DNA in there. The prosecutor fought doggedly to keep that evidence out of the courtroom, arguing that the alleged victim's sexual habits and history were her own private business and that airing them in the public would merely compound her trauma. Okay. Judge Terry Rutledge, or whatever his name is, however, ruled in July that the usual grape shield provision did not apply in this case because any sexual encounters in the period immediately preceding and following the alleged attack were too pertinent to ignore. And they settled. Case closed. Drop the case. She got paid and it was over. Howell. Oh, Howell. <laughs> oh, shit happens. <laughs> All right. It happens. Shit happens. So then they had to figure out another course. It was like, oh, Lord. What do we do now? So did I prove my point? Again, remember, I'm not here to debate. I got the I got the I got this shit down pat, please. I got it down pat. But let me give you some more data here. Just so you can see that it's a natural thing to uh it says right here. This this is gonna be several books, several articles, several researches. It says right here. Again, by the way, I want you to I want you to notice when I present this, I didn't present this in anger. I didn't get angry at it. I just said this is a mere fact. And look at the amount of men, how they're reacting. This tells you why women continue to lie. I accept this as a reality. This can happen just about anybody on any day. I've, I've seen it in my own life. A woman says she something happened over here. She was willing to have sex immediately afterwards. And you're like, weren't you traumatized? She's like, yeah, well, I need this. I'm telling you, man. Women won't stop lying unless men accept the reality. But men can't accept the reality. So they'll continue to lie. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Not my girl. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, here it is right here. Author says, author. This is an author, by the way. I, it's a female author named Susan Shapiro Barash. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. Um, it says right here. Says right here, uh, women lie more and better than men. Women lie more frequently than men, and they're much more clever about it and talented at it to boot a new book chronicles. The book is called The Little White Lies, Deep Dark Secrets, The Truth About Women and Deception. 
This is written by Susan Shapiro Barash or Barash incites um, an online survey of 500 women in asserting that females fib about everything from love to money to plastic surgery. And yeah, that's another one right there. I only had two. I only had a nose job and a tummy tuck, right? We know that's a lie. It says right here, uh, uh, this, there's another book. It says right here, uh, who are we talking to? A psychologist, a clinical psychologist. It says the book takes an honest look at why women lie, seeking some truth about dishonesty. Some 75% of women who responded to the survey said they lie at work to keep their jobs. Okay. And half admitted lying about how much they like being a mother. This is another, this is another example of, um, you know, what's happening out here. Some women lie about being mothers. Some women lie. Now, what if a woman comes out and says, man, I hate being a mom. Guess what's going to happen? She's going to get roasted. So she's got to lie that she likes it. <laughs> this is an example. So she's going to lie. Okay, shit, I got roasted, so I'm going to lie. I better lie. All right, you tell your woman, why don't you be happy and smile and like it? What she's going to do? Why don't you like being out? Why are you so miserable? Women are miserable. I just accept it. But then you go to your wife and you tell her to correct the behavior by telling her to smile. Tell her to not be miserable. And so what does she do? She puts on a fake smile. Hi, honey. Good to see you. Hmm. That's a lie. Instead of dealing with the fact that she's just miserable. <laughs> okay. All right. I got a miserable wife. It is what it is. Instead of forcing her to not be miserable, she's just going to lie to you. That's an example. All right. Um, you did not correct the behavior and whatnot. It says right here, 75%. And by the way, she's using a survey. She did not write that women lie. She's using a survey. So <laughs> it says about 75% fess up to half-truths about shopping, telling their husbands they spent less than what they did. And there's a person that says it's really a social thing. We don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. That's a lie as well. But we don't want to put anyone down. This is a truth to that. So we really work very hard to keep the peace, to keep it easy, to be nice, to be cordial. Uh, by the way, one more thing I want to add to this, because I always forget these things. Women lie to other women, too. So it's not just that they lie to men. They lie to other women. They lie to everybody. Okay, they lie to everybody. So it's not this is not a man versus woman thing. Women lie to each other. Oh, girl, you look good. Girl, you lose weight. Girl, you glowing. Oh, your hair look good. I love that haircut. Oh, I love that dress. Oh, I want to borrow that dress. That dress make your booty look good. Okay, so they lie to other women, too. This is not just a man woman issue. This is just what it is. It says right here. Uh, but you can't just say, oh, it's great and walk away. Or. You don't have anything to say at all because silence is golden sometimes. Yeah, well, women can't be silent. I've often tested them to be silent as a way to achieve success with their partners. They don't, they ignore the golden rule. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. They often ignore this rule. All right. Um, let, me, let me see if I can pull up another article or a academic program right here. Academic survey. I have several of them here. You can use this and read it at your own pace, if you will, to do your own research. Please don't argue with me. 
I've already done the work here. I've done an hour and a half, two hours of prep time to do this show. I don't have time to argue with silly men. When women, he says, when women are more likely to lie, when, when, all right, we got a university berserkly associate professor. I've actually done this survey right here. We found that when women act on their own behalf, they maintain higher ethical standards than men. However, women will act less ethically, such as telling a lie when they fear being viewed as ineffective at representing another person's interest. When women negotiate on behalf of someone else, they are willing to make compromises in order to satisfy the needs of others. So in the fact that they're saying women lie more, they're saying why they do it benefits others, not themselves. So it's to be seen as a good thing. All right, we're doing this for the good of everybody, for the good of people's feelings. We're doing so that's why we're doing it, because we're good people. And we're doing it for the good of other people. Um, there's a lot of con- uh, data here. Uh, so when they lie, when she lies to your husband and say, I'm in a happy marriage, two years later, you're going to find out it's going to be some different shit. All right. And she did that to keep it going. Here's another one. Why do women lie more than men? Because we're nicer. <laughs> yeah, we're nicer. We're, we're, we're doing it because we're nicer. All right, we're doing it because we love and we're capable human beings. We don't want to hurt feelings. We're doing it because we're nice. Soothing untruths show human socialization um, at its most crafty and sophisticated. No wonder women are so good at them. A new poll suggests women are twice as likely to lie as men. You know how they found this out? (laughs) You know how they found this out? They had an insurance company do a survey has to figure out why they was leaking so much money in insurance claims. Then they found out that women lie more in insurance claims than men. <laughs> I mean, they was like, what's going on here? Since women been driving for the last 25, 30 years, and there's been so many accidents, what is going on here? And they found out, oh, women lie more than men. So they, they were trying to figure out what was going on, and that's what they found out. It says women will lie more often to protect their image and social standing. Women can far more often, uh, they care far more often on how people view them and what others think of them. Men generally don't care and go about their business. This is why men can be cold. All right, we can look cold. All right, we just say it how it is. And like, look at your ugly ass mustache and your beard. It don't connect. And we gone. All right, and the other ninjas are standing there. And the woman's like, damn, I, why you say that to him? You could have told him his beard was nice. His beard ain't nice. <laughs> I told that ninja the truth. The hell. All right, so then, oh, baby, your beard look good. Don't worry. Your beard will look like CGA one day. This, that would be a lie. Last one, it says right here, men are more selfishly dishonest than women. So when it comes to us, directly, we're going to be straight up. Well, it says right here, I guess we're going to selfishly be, be dishonest. All right, there's a, though gender differences are in deception are small. When it comes to selfish dishonesty, women never surpass men. Okay, we value honesty. All right, this is psychology today. New, 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 new world order. Um, let me give you one more. Little white lies, dark. Oh, okay, this is referencing why women lied. The, the same book um, as Mrs. Shapiro 
talking about why women lie. And she goes, uh, women still feel the need to lie as a coping or survival mechanism. So remember when I said survival? There it is right there. Even people kind of know this. All right, they're doing it here. There's a danger. There's survive, mate selection to stay viable as a mate. These are why women uh, lie. All right, so let me do some super chats, and I got one more quick segment, if you will. Do me a favor, hit the like button. This show will continue and go on. Uh, but I, I, think, I think we're getting to it. I think you getting to it is that the best and real reason why women lie is because you ninjas can't handle it. <laughs> Your male ego is too fragile. If women was running around here telling you the truth about themselves, because there's some women who do, they call you dusty and dirty. Now, now, is it true? Maybe. But maybe they're just trying to put you down. But yeah, it's one of those things. When they tell the truth about us, we get offended. We get hurt. When they tell the truth about themselves, we call names and persecute. And they do it to us, too. They call us names when we tell the truth. So, yeah, it's career. It's, 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 it's game. Not shout out to no government name with the 385. He says, thanks. Can't you get it through your thick skull that I'm broke? Dead, flat, stony, <laughs> broke. I've got $3.85 in my purse. If, if, if your wife told you you suck in bed, what would happen? Because you probably do suck in bed. Let's just be honest. Most men are bad in bed. And most women are bad at bed. All women are bad in bed. For the mo- but if a, one, if a woman told you you were married to her and she was like, well, you know, you don't be putting it down. What would happen? <sighs> we would not be able to handle it. We would go ape on her. <laughs> Ninja be sitting there like Stewie. All right. You be like Stewie. So she got to be like, baby, it's the perfect. You know what I mean? She'd be like, it's just so perfect. You're the perfect fit. <laughs> You're Listen, I've had them all. I've had them all like this. Just because they big like this doesn't mean they know how to work it. You'd be like, really? Nah, not. <laughs> I've had them bigger than your arm, bigger than your forearm. I had them this big. All right. Right there past my belly button. Don't worry. I don't like it like this. Yours is perfect. If it's perfect. (laughs) That would be a lie. So you got to (laughs) be. It is what it is. And you're like, okay, good. I'm the perfect fit. If it's just perfect. (laughs) That means you ain't never hitting that bottom. All right. Anyway. Shout out to Half Space Wheel Travel. But, Coach, I'll be blowing backs out. I'll be blowing backs out out here. She told me so. She told me so. Yes, indeed. All right. Uh, Let me see here. It is what it is. Yo, they got to lie, man. Dude, I'm telling you, they got to do it unless you can handle it. You got to be a guy that handles the truth or just avoid the truth altogether. Like I, I tell men, detach your ego from women. Detach your ego from women. That's going to be your saving grace. That's going to be, as much as people deny it, you're going to have more success in the world and find more things that reward you than women. 
So I detach my ego greatly when I'm dealing with women. I got to detach my ego. So they tell me all kind of shit. I'll be like, thank you, baby. Thank you. I don't let it go to my head. Um, there's coaches that used to believe that there's co in coaching. They used to have this phrase, phrase, don't believe your own press. All right. Or in the normal world, they say, don't drink your own bath water. Don't drink your own bath water. Uh, your shit don't stink. Your shit does stink. Don't believe the press. Um, they'll also say, uh, don't listen to anybody in the seats. All right. The loudest boos come from the cheap seats. The people up front, they don't boo you. Have you ever seen many people boo and um, yell at basketball players when they spent $250, 300 $400 uh, on basketball tickets? Every now and then, you'll see a fan up close to a professional athlete that'll give them the business. Most of the time, they don't. They shut the hell up because they close. Every now and then, a, a fan will do it, and it'll end in a melee. <laughs> but while you in the good seats and the fans can see you, you quiet as a church mouse. You ain't telling that ninja. Matter of fact, I got a great clip. I got a great clip on that one here. Let me see if I can uh, find this one here. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, it's going to be hard. If I can find it. This is an example. Uh, oh, I won't be able to find it. I won't be able to find it. It's a, it's a video of a woman sitting courtside. And LeBron walks over there, and she talking, and she looked like she talking shit. And then LeBron looks at her, and she shut up. Yep, because she's close. LeBron can hear her and see her. And so as soon as he saw, she saw that he could see her and hear her, she shut up. That's an example. I wish I could find that clip. I can't find it. That's an example. When you close to people, you don't say what you mean to say. You're just going to keep it coming. <laughs> All right, but Westbrook has heard people and snapped. And what it happens? Somebody got to get kicked out. Malice in the palace. <laughs> mm. So somebody told him the truth. He was close enough to reach, and then it was a brawl. You see what I mean? People learn real quick. Okay, I'm down in these close seats. I can't tell the truth. Yep, she tucked tail. I wish I could find that video. Uh, but she was talking. You could tell she was like, I think she was calling him a crybaby. Oh, let me see if I can pull it up. All right, crybaby. She was calling him a crybaby, and then uh, here it is right here. Found it. That's what I remember here. All right, here it is right here. All right, so this is an example. The woman was close to him. There she is sitting there right there, and uh, I'll turn the volume down for NBA purposes here. Here it is. Look. <laughs> There's an example right there. Look, she about to call him a crybaby. She's like, this nigga a crybaby. Look, wah, wah, wah. But then she, he turned around, caught. Mm. Caught. And she like, oops. And look at the other woman. I ain't said shit. She looking straight ahead. I ain't said nothing. And then, oh, well, never mind. Mm, I didn't say nothing. Oops. <laughs> mm. Yes, sir. That, that right there. That's what I was talking about, man. Hey, you up close? You ain't got shit to say, bro. And he looked over there. I don't even think he's looking at her, but the fact that he turned around. <laughs> I love it. Got that ass. Got that ass. You bitch. You bitch. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> she like, oh. she turns into Millie Mouth. Look, now she Millie Mouth. Caught. Now she back to reality. Well, I was trying to tell the truth. 
Got caught. Now I'm Millie Mouth. Sorry, sir. Sorry, Mr. Negro. <laughs> look at her. Look at her Millie Mouth now. All right. Anyway, that's an example of what I'm talking about. She's too you too close. Can't tell you the truth. Far down, you up in the stands, you up in the 400 section, boo! You booing your ass off. You talking shit, you yelling, losing your voice. You suck! You way up there. You can tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, shout out to Alex says, a Colombian mommy spent the night with me when I was in college. The next day, I dropped her off for her exam still leaking. She didn't even brush her teeth. He says, I found out not long after that, she had a boyfriend of six years living in her hometown. Send it. I've seen, I mean, I've been around. I done seen it. <laughs> I done seen it, bro. Shout out to you. When you see, when you see these things, you, you be like, man. But what you do is accept it. A lot of guys fight it and want to call names. And I can't believe you would do. After a while, you got to get over that and grow up and go. It is what it is. <laughs> right. And it's, oh, by the way, one more thing about this. It ain't nothing personal. If a woman lies to you, lies about you, it's really nothing personal. It is personal. It's evil. It's deception, right? But after a while, you have to understand she did that for her own survival, her own reasons, her own reputation. She did that because she cannot go for. At some point, you, you will find out she did this to 100 per people, 100 people. She didn't lie on 100 mother suckers. It is what it is. Desmond Mason says, uh, is it a good idea to put a woman through a lie detector before marrying them? No, no. Just accept that there's something that you don't know about her. You don't know something about her. What it is, that's you're going to have to vet that out. But all women are have something about them that they haven't told you. They ain't told you nothing. All right, um... Another example of this is I always give some same examples. I know because you're like, pull another example up. How many more examples would I got to give you? But the guy, the doctor that married the pageant queen that was an escort. Shit happens, man. Shit happens. Um, uh, but I tell you what, how do I get around that? How do I get out? Let me see if I can pull it up. How would I get around that? So I'll give you a practical experience. Practical experience. How would I get around that? Well, well, don't marry. Yeah, that'll be one way to get around it. Just don't marry. All right, so here it is. Wife right here, millionaire surgeon, divorces, beauty queen. After discovering her secret double life as a $700,000 a year escort. Okay, so listen. So she definitely lied, right? Now, how would I get around that? First of all, I know women that are in the modeling or acting. Uh, because I grew up in the San Fernando Valley of Southern California and in Los Angeles, women in this industry do hoeing. Okay, so the likelihood of a woman going through that industry without seeing Harvey Weinstein, without sucking some Johnson, without being invited to the club and getting finger popped by Trey Songs, without being assaulted, without seeing Hugh Hefner, without ho you know, sleeping her way to the top. The likelihood that a model has not passed, been passed around by an escort agency is low. So I'm going to accept that. That that is, yeah, model equals escort in my mind. That's just in my mind, just just from experience. And I've done a little model photography and shit like this. I'm like, these, these people have done stuff like this. Slept with photographers, slept with managers and athletes. 
So for me, I would accept that as a more likely than not to be the reality. Yep, orgies, yacht girling. Um, women will drop out of this industry because of that. But they won't tell you because of that. They'll say, you know, she was like, I did a little modeling. I did a little acting. Why did you quit? Uh, you know, I just, it wasn't for me. Okay, she did a little escorting. She did a little 304 call girling. She did a little try to sleep her way to the top. She got tired of ninjas harassing her and so forth and so on. She dropped out. She ain't going to tell you that. Now, me, I know this, so I go, that's probably what it was. So if a woman comes up and says, hey, I'm a model or I'm a former model, and I, I just assume that that's what she's done. You see, that's how you protect yourself. Now, is it, <laughs> is it possible that she could just be one of the good girls in the industry? Is it possible? Is it probable? What is the likelihood that she was able to navigate this industry for any period of time and not have anything on her stri any strikes on her resume? If is it possible? It's probable. It could be. Now, what is the probability that she found me? Then I looked up and got a model or former model, and she is none of these things. What is the likelihood? I'm not taking my chances <laughs> it, it could be true possibly more likely it's not you see what i mean and a lot of actresses and entertainers have been trying to tell y'all that this is what's going down nanny goat activity drinking blood sex parties orgies so <laughs> even cassie told you what goes down so it's, it's one of these things. It's like, no, nah, man, I, I'm going to just roll. I'm going to just assume and take my bets and place my bets on who the person is and not double down on stupidity. That's all. That's how you get around it. Now, I don't got a challenger. I don't got a challenger. I don't got to be like, I bet you did this and I bet you did that. See, that shows where you're insecure. Just go ahead and chalk that shit up and be like, that's the industry. It is what it is. You know, and if you accept her as her past, because everybody has a past, if you accept that in her past and, she, and then it presents itself, you're like, I knew it. I knew it because I've, I've had a lot of, um, you know, because I'm a truthful person. <laughs> I've had a lot of situations where I've been able to read the room. A lot of men can't read the room. A lot of men cannot read between the lines. I have even men here where I'll say something to be completely ambiguous on purpose, where I'm being truthful and I'll say, let me be ambiguous to protect myself. And some dumb ninja can't read between the line. And he'll come in here and ask me, well, 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 well. And I'm like, read the room, read between the line. This shows a little bit of social intelligence. The reality is a lot of men don't have social intelligence. This is why people will lie to you. Because you can't read the room. I've been able to read the room and be able to tell a woman about herself that nobody else can see. She's like, how you know that? I read the room. I have social intelligence. I can read between the lines. And I don't persecute you. I don't go, man, yo, and bring other people over and dirty macker and then tell everybody in the whole party. I don't do that. I, I read the room. I take my probability. I can call it. I'm normally right. 
and I keep that shit to myself. See, that's the difference. That's the difference. That's why you got to get lied to. <laughs> and I don't. More likely or not, I'm going to check the, I'm going to check the temperature and I'm going to be exactly right. <laughs> so I don't, it, sometimes I'm wrong, but some, most times I'm right. So I know it. Um, there was another point on that, but I'll come back to it. You know, discretion, discretion. I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to embarrass or, but something that just is loud mouth. You're loud mouth and you never get the truth from a woman. And then you're so loud mouth that you can't even hear what she's trying to tell you. So you go off, man, I, 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 loud mouth ninjas and loud mouth ninjas steady over here acting like I ain't never been outside trying to tell me their loud mouth activity is better. And I'm like, ninja, I've been outside, bro. I ain't been, been sitting at this desk all my life. <laughs> I've been around goofies like you. I don't believe you. We need more people, Ninja. We don't believe you out here, Ninja. I don't believe you. I've been around. I don't just sit on YouTube. I had a life before YouTube. In fact, I had 42 years of life before YouTube. 42. I lived 42 years before I hopped on here. You ain't even made 42. So you ain't teaching me shit out here. Not many of these men, especially the younger guys, there's some intelligent people, but y'all, y'all ain't teaching me shit that I ain't never seen before. All right, just understand that. <laughs> they're just acting like they're like, but coach, man, you really don't know. Brother, I seen it. I seen it all. <laughs> I seen it all. But loudmouth ninjas be messing up the game because number one, they can't keep secrets. Number two, they always trying to impress and running a damn mouth. Too busy or running a mouthpiece. And they really messing up the game and they don't realize it. All right, anyway, shout out to Brayon says, coach. I'm a light-skinned dude with hazel eyes and good hair, and those attributes help me rack up a high body count. So, men, please listen to Coach because he's telling you the truth. Having a high body count and seeing the heartless reality of female nature led me to therapy. It's a cold world. It's a cold world. And men that, that have slept with other men's wives, men that have slept with, with other men's wives have made them not want to get married. Now, whose fault is that? Is it his fault? Is it the wives that find a guy like him and give him some punani at a nightclub behind a man's back? You know, I tell you not to sleep with other men's wives, but it is what it is. But people think the red pill made men like him not want to get married, when in reality, he's dealt with unscrupulous women. That's going to prevent men from getting married, not CGA. He already knows what he knows. And uh, he also says, also, if any man wants to challenge what Coach is saying, then I recommend all men read the book Manipulated Man by Esther Vilar. He says, I also believe this book is banned in certain countries because of the truth that lies went in it. And it's a good book. I have the book in my book collection. I have read it. And it's a small read, short read. Manipulated Man, you know, it's a part of it. And again, one more thing I want to say. I'm not trying to persecute women. I just let women be who they are. I, I don't see them as one greater than the next. Some I can get good from. Some I can get nothing from. I don't try to manipulate them. I treat them direct or up front or I don't talk to them at all. I don't see them as having a higher moral high ground. A lot of people are offended in women. They're offended that I don't see them having the moral high ground. I don't. And I see them as equal, equally as deceptive and equally as truthful but I see them as harmful more than they are than men because men tend to, you tend to know what you're dealing with with a man. With a woman, you don't. 
And there's a lot of men functioning as some of these women today. All right. Anyway. But more time than I, I can call out what, what, what women are doing. Oh, by the way, age does not help. If the woman's past the age of 25, the, lo- the more she is past the age of 25, the most, the, probably the worst story she has. The worst story, hold on for a second. Right here. If she made it past 25, her life story is a dumpster fire in terms of you counting her as a good woman. When we get to the good woman conversation, the further she is from 25, Ninja, that conversation is dead to me. It's a useless conversation. I met a good woman. She's 39. Man, please. Now, she good for you. She good for you. If you look, but if you believe she ain't been harmed, defiled, or did some stupid shit, got ran through, went through a tough time, got in a bind, please. I ain't believing that. By the way, I believe that about men too. But you ain't going to push that narrative over here, ma'am. Do not try to bring that shit over here. I'm going to send you back to the stove with that. I'm going to send you back to the stove with that. Take that ass shit back to the stove. And I don't even need to hear the story. (laughs) I don't even need to hear the story. And don't be an attractive woman, 39 and up, please. Man, please. I don't want to hear the story. I don't even need to hear the story. You automatically out the good woman conversation. Now, can we be a good team? Can we be friends? Can we have sex? Yeah, we can have all that. But you ain't about to bring that. I was perfect. I done pitched the shutout all the way until age 46. Okay. I ain't never had a one-night stand at 46. I ain't, listen, man, let me, I'm playing the odds here. I'm a betting man. <laughs> Yo, man, I ain't having none of that. I ain't having none of that. Take that shit somewhere else if you want to go pitch that game. We ain't running that play over here. All right, I ain't never going to believe it. So what, what are we doing here, man? Are we just going to see here lying? Kayla says women lie. When they say, I love you, and they don't, in fact, this is true. This is true. A, man, a woman can tell you she loves you. I love you, honey, and have been at the divorce attorney's house. I mean, uh, office the entire day. Leon says, I finished editing my car repair video and thumbnail, and it's uploading now. Hit me with the prices right. Congratulations, man. Congratulations. Get them videos posted. I'm just being truthful here. All right, people can't handle the truth. I need that sound effect. All right, Caitlin says, Coach, in your opinion, why can't women keep the guy who really blows their back out long term? Because men who blow back out ain't stable partners. That's why. (laughs) Men who are proficient at sex tend to not settle down in marriages. Tend to. In general. Ninjas that know how to blow back out are going to be selected to blow backs out. That's what they're going to do. And they least likely going to start settling down when they can get opportunities to be proficient at sex. And not only that, selected for sex. Why would that ninja be a good male partner? Why would the woman, why would the woman be uh, the one woman to lock him down? <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's going to rarely happen. So she's going to have to find another guy. Shout out to MC Hamster says, I want a connection, coach. He says, meaning, hashtag, I want to be lied to. All right. Anyway. 
Anyway, she'll choose her role with a guy who can blow back out. She'll like, well, I guess I got to share. And she'll share that ninja. <laughs> so anyway, Crypto Keeper, did I get that one? Lone Stoner, shout out to you. Is, it, uh, is that the thinking or is that the secret? I can't tell. Crypto Keeper says, thank you, Coach. My bad for the typos. Thank you, sir. U.S. Army Retire says, now that younger men have seen the spectrum, this is an excellent time to remind them that a woman will send her representative in the beginning of the relationship. Her true story will appear later, 100%. It's going to appear later. Uh, Even for men, we don't tell each other who we are right up front. That means if we did, we would lose potential mates. However, men tend to, when they're not, socially uh when not not socially when they're socially awkward and they don't get many ups with women one of the mistakes that you make is that you tell too much about yourself up front i've been warning you of that don't do so all right this is why i call myself the bruce wayne be a little more mysterious there's been a dating coach called the mystery method and basically acknowledging that tom brady has said something like that when he was single uh one of the worst things you could do is give a lot of women information up front. One of the worst things you could do is allow her to uh, uh, third degree 20 question you. Okay, you have to stop her from asking questions about you. Okay, because right up front, oh, I'm curious. And where were you from? Where'd you grow up? And what's your name? What's your middle name? Oh, you can tell me. Oh, okay. All right, where you go to school? What's your last four digits of your social security number? What bank do you have? How much you make? Where you, what, what kind of job you got? All right. Have you ever traveled here? Have you ever traveled there? Ninja, stop her from that. Put her ass in their tracks. The strategy behind that is to get information and prevent you from getting information about her. Because if she's asking you questions, you certainly ain't answering. You, you certainly aren't asking her questions. Okay, so that, that's a good way for her to avoid being who she truly is and then get all the information about you. And you ninjas will be up there. Yep, and I grew up. You be telling the life story. Man, I don't be telling them shit. Girl, you here to have fun? Man, don't you settle down right here. Here you go. Here's a drink. This is good. Put some food in her mouth. <laughs> All right? Read the menu. The best dates are the less talking you doing. I'm telling you. You should be fucking more than you talking, to be honest, but you don't have to necessarily on the first date. But I have dates where I'm cool, calm, cool as the other side of the pillow, indifferent, all right, looking around. Talk, I'll talk about other people before I talk about myself. I'll talk about other people before I talk about myself. So anyway, <laughs> but y'all want to tell them your whole life story. And then I broke up with my girlfriend. And then my ex-wife put me on child support. Some women don't know I was ever married before I start messing with them by the fifth date. You were married before? Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway. Talking too much. Men talk too damn much. All right, anyway. Man, put this in your mouth. Put this in your damn mouth. All right, anyway. That's why you take young girls out to eat. All right, they just fascinated. They just like, <laughs> you ever take a young girl out? All right. He said, I got a charge for this game, for real. Y'all need to just getting too much free game. Look, you take a young girl out, she like, oh, wow. She taking in the ambiance. This is great. She looking at the menu. She like, damn, they got a lot of items on here. This is great. Front to back, she, I really don't know what I want. Her belly growling. 
She ain't ate in a couple of days. She been eating. She looking at this. She's like, damn, I'll take the whole menu. Oh, damn, she looking right here. Damn, oh, okay. Oh, what do I want? Oh, shit. All right. So it's okay. All right. She's standing here, taking it all in, soaking up the sun. She's like, this is fantastic. She's like a kid in a candy store. You take an old broad out. She like, I ain't got the, oh, where's that clip? You take an old broad out. This woman getting straight to the point. <laughs> Let me see if I can find the clip. Uh, I think I'm going to find it too. Uh, yeah, here it is. I found it. I found it. Let's see here. Share it on the screen. This is what old bras do when you take them out. I'm not playing with you. I want my eggs cracked, meaning I want a child. I want my name dropped, meaning I want to be married. I'm not around with you. I am not your bed maiden. I am not your maid. I am not your floozy or your You are going to have to give me something substantial because I know I'm worth that. I'm not all there. Sometimes I have my moments, but I know one thing. I'm good to you. I'm not playing with you. I want my eggs cracked, meaning I want a child. I want my name dropped, meaning I want to be married. I'm not around with you. I am not your bed maiden. I am not your maid. I am not your floozy or your <laughs> This I'll be out on dates with old women. I'll be, I'll be like, oh, ninja. I knew it. <laughs> yeah, man. I'll be like, I should have went to the junior college. I should have went to the junior college. I want to get up out of here. She want me to pay for the date with her old ass. All right. Anyway. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man, it's rough out there. I'm dating for a purpose. Don't waste my time. All right, I got to get to these super chats. I thought I did have one more segment. I'll save it for tonight's show. Rational Rationality says 304s are for the streets because they are too dumb to drive. Shout out to you, Brown 310. Sucker for love, Mitches. Be on the hope strategy. The hope strategy. Uh, a lot of people are new. You never, I'm going to have to revisit. Uh, for the people who watch me for a long time, it's very clear I have to revisit a lot of my old and I deleted a lot of my videos, like 98% of them. So I'm going to have to revisit a lot of my old kind of theories that I brought to the sphere. By the way, the Dark Saga gets a co-sponsorship. I'm rich, All right, but I'm going to have to start revisiting these things because now people putting it on the internet as their own. They'd be like, men are in love, women are in business. I quote myself, all right? Uh, but the hope strategy is something that I brought to the space. All right, dudes are really living a hope strategy. I want you to look at yourself. Look at any content creator that's telling you something. Is it filled with hope? Is there a hope element to it? I hope I can get the girl, and then I hope I can put this game in her ear, and then I hope I can bring her along, and then I hope I can get her on my team. I hope she ain't got nothing else going on but me, and then I hope she's a virgin, and then I hope she helped me build my business, and then I hope... That she married me and only want to be with me and no mother men. And then I hope she under age 25. And I hope. There's a whole bunch of hope. And then you trying to manifest it in the universe by putting a bitch on your program. And I hope she educated and not dumb. But she too smart. She too dumb to have her own shit going on. And I hope. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, 
And job like, yo, scenario is damn near impossible. Hope strategy. And I hope out of 100 women, three women give me some pussy. I hope, I hope if I cold approach, three women out of 100 will give me the phone number and I clap they cheeks. I hope these women like my game in my mouthpiece. I hope. Out of hope. A lot of shit you trying to make happen, that's almost nothing but hope. And I hope I go out and the hoes are there. And I hope when I go out, the hoes is feeling me. I hope when I walk outside, women pay attention to me. And I hope. (laughs) And I hope. He said, who talking like that? Oh, hit dogs hollering. And that's you. Hit dogs hollering. Cause you knew I was talking about your ass. So he had to, he had to come in. Who talking like that? I got it. And that's you. Hit dogs going to holler every time. Hit dogs going to holler for a pimp's dollar. Yeah. You go. Yeah. I know it's you. All right. This is called the part of the, this is the part of the service that is called. Um, <laughs> I forgot the part of the service. Um, this is the, this is the altar call now. All right. I have, uh, I have, um, damn, it's called, it's just begins with a C, not confession. Oh, damn, I can't remember the name, but it's a part of the church where part of the scheme of the church is to say something about someone that is true. It's a secret that you know, conviction, conviction. This is conviction. You're, you feel conviction. You feel conviction. So what's happening is I convicted you secretly by saying something about a group generally that's going to apply to just about everybody. Conviction. So you feel convicted. That's why. <laughs> that's why you said something. So then I do the altar call for everybody who this applies to this message in this sermon. And you sitting there, you looking at the preacher like, how does Ninja know? You looking at the preacher at the end of the, the, the sermon. You're like, damn. Ninja done called me out the whole show. Now you feel convicted. Now I alter call you. You need to be delivered from this evil spirit. Come on forward, sir. Yeah, come on down. Yeah, come on down. All right, and now I got the church organ in the background. In remembrance of you. All right, come on down. Let the spirit lead you down here. Come on down and get on the knee in front of this altar right now. In remembrance of you. All right. God bless your sins. Leave these goofy ass dating coaches that don't live the lives that they tell you to lead. In remembrance of you. Come on down. Who you talking about? I'm talking to you, sir. And come on down and confess your sins to the more glory. Oh, high, most high king of kings and Lord of lords. In remembrance of you. Give me that holy oil. Give me that shit right there. Put it right there. Give me your forehead. Uh-huh, yeah. You delivered. The spirit of simping and true tricking is delivered. <laughs> All right. Come on, ladies. Come on down. Even the big titty ladies. Come on down here and get on your knees in front of the Lord, C- CGA. Confess your sins. Humble yourself in the sight of CGA. I've convicted you today. You know everything that I said applies to you. Come on down, ladies. Old ladies, young ladies. 
A cups and double D cups. Bring your ass down there. I got the deliverance for you. Please. The altar is open. Come forward if you feel convicted by the end of this day right here. You are being delivered. Let me deliver you. Let me put hands. If you receive this message today, if you see this message, <laughs> oh, the convicted ninjas is like, oh, who is he talking about? And that's you. We don't need to name no names. I don't call names out to people of the church. This is the church of the truth. Come on forward today. If you are fake-ass PUA dating coach, bring your ass forward today, and I will deliver you from the evil spirit of perpetrating a fraud. Come on up here right now. Come on up here right now. I'll make you a member of the church of truth. Come on up in here. You can be Deacon Clapcheeks out here. We tell you that we get you the, re- the abomination of the spirit of the fornication. Come on up in here and bring your herpes laden salami coming on up here. <laughs> in remembrance of you. Ladies, if you swallow suck seed today, if you suck seed to somebody today before you came to church, come on up in front. Last night when you was at the club shaking your ass and bouncing on ninjas with the banana splits, come on up here, ladies. Come on up here. I'll deliver you from the spirit of the evil right now. <laughs> All the good women of the church, that's really the bad women that haven't been caught yet. Bring your ass on up here. In remembrance of you. All right, anyway. Let the blood of the lamb wash away these people's sins and the spirit of the evil and fornication and degradation in this congregation today. You have been delivered in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost right now. We take this and partake in this communion to deliver these evil spirits of the liars and the deceivers out here. In remembrance of you. All right, people leaving the stream right now. This is when the ninjas leave the stream, the back of the church, after they've been convicted. They're like, damn. <laughs> All right, let me stop here. Let me get to these. I think we're done for the day. We're, we're, the stream has gone off the rails. The stream has gone off the rails. All right, I think we got everybody. Let me check over here on Vin and on PayPizzle. All right, ninjas leaving the back of the church, driving home like this. Damn, that ninja CGA called me out at church today. All right, I should have went up to the altar call and got delivered by the evil spirits. All right, deliver my spirit of evil and fornication, but I'm going to go home and jerk off the granny prawn. Next week, I'll go down to CGA's altar call. Ninjas getting up out of here. They like, I'm out of here. I'm going to be a player in a Mac the rest of my life. Damn, CGA, I'm a real true player in the Mac and pimp. All right, yeah. All right, ninjas driving home in their Cadillacs, like in their mama's old four tours that they didn't. All right, I'm gonna drive home and I'm gonna go to my mama's house, and he don't understand the macking. <laughs> Next week, I'm gonna call him out. All right, anyway, brothers, repent from the sim, the true spirit of simping, which is the pimping. <laughs> all right, all right, let me stop here. All right, look, uh. Van says, Coach, would you agree in today's world if a man wants to get married and risk losing, he might as well marry a virgin? No. Mm. Or a woman that he took his V-card. Stop being obsessed by virgins. This is getting crazy. He says at least he loses. When he loses, he would have the best best version of himself, then uh, take up other men's trash and then still lose. Other than that, just stay single. That's how I see it. Well, if you're young, yes. But virgins are a... 
virgins are a um in fact there's a funny story about uh uh virgins what they used to do in rome with virgins uh virgins were very vital to the survival of the city meaning that there's if, if there was a spirit of, of women virgins they would collect them and round them up and there was a thought that these women protected uh the city of rome uh from evil because there was power in their virginity all right and so if i was to round up women who proclaim to be virgins in order to preserve the city and protect us from the evil spirits. Ninja, our city will be up in flames by tomorrow, Ninja. It would be... Well, what you did to my car? What the did to my car? I can't stand it, though. I can't stand this thing. What this thing? Last point about virgins, right? In order for a woman to be a virgin in today's world, she could not be past the age of 17. I know, I, I, I know. You ninjas are running around here looking for 22-year-old virgins and 30-year-old virgins. Ninja, virginity was not meant to be had until 30. No woman can make it to 30. The, one, the likelihood a woman makes it to 30 and a virgin is ridiculous, all right? Most women, when we talk about virgins, Ninja, the Virgin Mary herself was 14. The Virgin Mary herself was 14. Now, in the true spirit of virginity and how it meant in the Bible, it doesn't mean what we think it means. But... Mary was 14. And she's the most well-known virgin in the history of the world. 14. So let's just stop this shit about this virgin. Lolo Jones. Okay, yeah, Lolo Jones. Bruh, how many times has she dropped neck? How many times has she been touched on and felt? These people aren't virgins. I know women who proclaim to be virgins and let you do everything but put the whole shaft in her body. The head don't count. I mean, come on. Uh, it was condom. It was up to Duke shoot. I only sucked them off. <laughs> he says one of my exes was 20 and still a virgin. It's, it's, you, you're getting They're still out there. But here's the reality. Were they really virgins, though? That means uh, by, there's Mormons, there's Mormon virgins out here, but they also participate in what they call um, soaking, soaking, right? So there's Mormon virgins that said they're, they're virgins, but they do soaking. Do you guys know what soaking is? Yeah, I mean, it's basically sex without the thrusting. It's sex without the thrusting. So basically they soak, they get connected, they're naked, they're, they're inside of the woman, the woman's having a man inside of them, and the bed is moving. Somebody might shake the bed. They might have a, another person in the room maybe shaking the bed. But the person is inside of them, they will finish the job, and then they will come out and say they are a virgin. So again, I've known virgins to say they were virgins and then they said they were virgins after. And I'm like, we didn't do nothing that would qualify as you being a virgin. Now, we didn't do the whole friction, but it was close to damn enough. It was close enough. But there's no reward in virginity today for women, so they don't pursue it as they would have in the past. In the What would be the reward? What would be the reward? Uh, by the way, if you guys uh, wanted to know here, 
where I got the details from. By the way, I used to live in Salt Lake City. And yes, I know of this type of lifestyle. But what is soaking? The Mormon Teen Sex Act goes viral. So it's not something here. This is, this is a woman here where they're under the covers. You can't make this up, right? Kevin Samuel style. All right. So there's a couple under the covers and another woman, a woman or a person jumping on the bed, moving the bed as to simulate the friction. Now, I don't know if all, I don't know if they all do it. I don't know who's doing it, but apparently this is how they're getting around virginity. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. I mean, listen, it's, it's people have to think about it. Let me see it here, right here. Here we go. Okay. Uh, the response, my best friend never thought I'd have to her uh, telling me she's in a polyamorous relationship considering the right wing Mormon I was three years ago. Okay. It says right here, people outside of Mormon Googling what soaking is. Um, it happens again. Everything but is what you would consider a virgin today. They do everything but. Everything but. All right, I did everything but that. So she was 20 and did everything but. Okay, yeah. It's not that they never been touched. These are the things we have to consider. But anyway, anyway. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. I'm blessed that you're here continuing to receive this message. And this message is true. If you have any debate, trust me, you're going to have to pay me a lot of money for, the e- for me to even recognize what your, what your situation is to actually think. What, whatever your counter argument is, please pay me a lot of money because I don't really have time for this shit to deal with your, um, what I would call delusion or leaving out or twisting of my words. We're not here to twist and turn words. All right, anyway, that's a threesome. Shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. Hit the like button on the way out. Peace.